0: welcome to the podcast everybody this is Dylan Jorgensen here and um, I don't have a tattoo customer at the moment but I do have a special guest his name is Samuel um, go ahead and introduce yourself man
1: hi I am Samuel Couturio I am uh, an apprentice here at the shop with Dylan I've studied a lot under Dylan I watched the uh, owner tattoo a lot and I'm uh, just getting started here seeing what's going on
0: hell yeah buddy I'm excited to have you man this is going to be awesome. Excited to be on, buddy. Heck, yeah. Dude, actually, keeping that mic as close, like, whenever you uh-huh. did that just now, that was actually perfect. Okay. Like this? Yes, bro. That's yep. perfect. All awesome. Right. Cool. Um, so, we're on a super, like, jerry-rigged podcast setup right now. Um, it probably doesn't matter too much
1: to you guys, but uh, it definitely matters to us. <laughs> I'd say so. I'm trying to, I've got, like, my face up in the mic. Absolutely. <laughs> But um,
0: but yeah. So, you got anything cool planned this year?
1: Uh, just trying to kill off these first ninety days at the studio and get my career off the ground is all I've got going on. Shit.
0: Absolutely, man. So let's talk about some shit. What's your um? What's your most recent tattoo? Is it the one I did?
1: Oh, on me. Actually, Jacob gave me one on my right forearm. Oh
0: yeah yeah yeah. That's right. That yeah. little demon dude. Yep. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Bear. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah asmr so, yeah asmr the plastic wrap you guys want to hear Lovely. you can't hear it can you oh yeah no, oh dude, you that's can audible can hear it. Shit. yeah yeah so okay um yeah you got any cool topics we're always having some cool fucking topics in here
1: man I, something that i think would be cool is talking about like almost everybody's got like uh like a hellish story of how they got into the industry.
0: Oh fuck yeah!
1: So i that would be cool to talk about.
0: Let's talk about it, bro. Well,
1: like there's the issue of trying to avoid controversy. Like I don't want to necessarily mention shop names or anything like that.
0: No, 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 no. Yeah, definitely don't. Definitely don't. Even right, no. even if you have to, like, make up a fucking name for the people that you're talking about. Okay, yeah. Or or, I mean, yeah, definitely. Just yeah, make up a name. I'll make up, be making name. up names. Absolutely. We don't want to bash anybody directly. No. Especially to where they know it. If they hear it, they'll know who it is. No doubt. But that's it.
1: But, yeah, then I'm not uh, slandering. we got to be professionals. That's right. I'm not slandering anybody. It's just... Uh, and, you know, like, uh, starting out, uh, I had to make a Facebook, which is something I've been out of, the, out of the zeitgeist pretty heavily on. Yeah, yeah. So I hadn't had a Facebook since 2012. And I get on there, and there's, like, uh, you know terrible beef between shops like unbelievable uh, like it's absolutely I, I had not imagined it until i got on there no it's fucking bad bro yeah it's, it's bad yeah so i'm trying not to make that any worse i
0: honestly think i mean because i used to so i used to barber and um I was i was in beauty school before i did all this shit right so um So yeah, technically I'm a beauty school dropout But I mean, you know, fucking whatever Right So anyway though, I think there's way more drama In this industry than there ever was With working with 150 plus females at a time You know what I mean? Oh shit, yeah Yeah. You mean in the beauty industry? Yeah, yeah Yeah. Like this, this is way more drama than that
1: Oh, this is, this beats that Yes 150 females
0: at a time 150% dude Fantastic. This pizza. Yeah, no,
1: I've I've seen it. It's fucking yeah. insane. It's, it's petty.
0: Is all it is. There's no repercussions it's to your actions. It's extremely
1: petty. None. But yeah. the stuff that does get said on uh, on Facebook, even just publicly, is like legally it's liable. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. like crazy shit. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, and I think honestly, I think the slander, like the slander law, has to do with more of a um, like an employee working there and then leaving there. That's a big thing. Like, I know that's the only thing that they can technically charge you with is if you were an employee working there and then slandering them from leaving, like, from leaving. But, because, I mean, as far as I'm aware, it, it may very well be shop against shop, but I mean, like, I mean, Walmart employees can talk shit about Target employees all day long.
1: I th- It's actually, I think, and so law is not my specialty, but so... Just for listeners or anybody who might not know, like, libel is the same thing as (coughs) slander. It's just when it's written. Right. So that's just, like, published in uh, the written word. Okay. Slander is when we're we're speaking about it. But um, it's an issue legally if something that's been said or written can harm another person's livelihood.
0: Well, I mean, but the same thing with reviews, though. You know what I mean? Like, if you leave a review, a positive or negative review, it doesn't matter,
1: right but if you say something like uh this person to shop is in, unethical in this or that way or they're there or they're like if it's unfounded like th- this person's sure. not sanitary sure. or something, absolutely. that's gonna seriously that's seriously yeah. to the detriment of their career then you're at you're in really muddy yeah yeah i absolutely law. understand that yeah. yeah
0: i understand exactly what you mean um So, yeah, who wants to go first on the story time,
1: man? Well, I think you can beat mine. I don't even know. I don't think so.
0: I don't think so. I mean, yours is pretty fucked, man. I I don't know how far you want to get into your story, but, I mean, that's uh, all the way up to you.
1: No, I'm pretty open about mine, and then, like, there was, like, heavy friction in my shop between me and a lot of the people there, but ultimately, like, I fucked up my first apprenticeship. Right. In in my view. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So yours was different in that sense. Sure. from what I can tell
0: <laughs> I mean yeah it was it was kind of different um, I, I just as an I guess uh, maybe I can start first uh, I'll start first that way I can kind of give you this backstory because I was about to give you a backstory um, so uh, kind of it I mean it started with I didn't I mean I kind of fucked it up for myself I kind of went at it the wrong way um my my general thing was is that I was going to, you know, develop my portfolio, take my portfolio to a shop, and I didn't care what shop it was. I was going to. I wouldn't say use them, but I was pretty well going to get my apprenticeship in in bail because I had my own plans, my own ideas, my own things that I wanted to do. Obviously, being young and eager, like that was a problem. You know what I mean? So, understandably so. Um, shop artists especially like don't take well to that now granted you're you're able to leave and do whatever you want to after your apprenticeship you could choose not to fucking go through with it altogether. you know what i mean um but for me i I feel like that was kind of a sideways approach to take it You you know what i mean to to go about it um but yeah so i was actually going to um enlist in the military before i like literally like i just had found out that we were having our second baby And I had just a couple of options to get my shit worked out. You know what I mean? Um, My life needed to be worked out very quickly because I was, I was behind. So yeah, so second kid on the way, uh, my options were to get this job at Lux Motors and sell cars, or I was going to, um, which... I did almost get the job I had a um, an interview set up and I was going to take it and do all that stuff but they were pretty well ready to hire me out of the gate Um, just my sales records from my previous job because I printed those out before I left (laughs) but um, but yeah absolutely so um, I it was either that or I go into the military and I was just gonna enlist and do whatever the hell I could do to you know what I mean just make everything work Um, and then I had been looking for a tattoo apprenticeship for a while. Um, I started my first one, and they pretty well used me to hang drywall and paint. And then at the end of the week, he was like, "Oh, bro, I'm sorry. Um, I never asked anybody if I could have you here." And I was like, "What the fuck? Are you kidding me?" He was like, "I hope I didn't waste your time." And I was like, "No, bro, absolutely, you wasted my time." And I left. You know, like I told him that. I told him I was like, "You absolutely yeah, wasted a huge my waste time." Of time ob- yeah, objectively speaking. Yeah. Yeah. So I just straight, I left there, and then. Um, I was, again, on the hunt for an apprenticeship. And I had close contact to an old dude that I worked under at the second shop. Um, Now, I had already been talking to him about my portfolio. He was helping me get my portfolio together. Um, He just couldn't get me a space in because their shop size was limited. So um, there was only room for two artists. And one of the artists was his co-owner. And then he bailed and then brought me in and then when he brought me in then that was it i mean it was okay at first but i should have known because like fucking two weeks in i get a text and it's like you know obviously we're working like six days a week we're there you know what i mean right um and then that was like super mandatory and then i had one day off which was sunday um and he fucking hits me up the second weekend that i was working there and he hits me up on that Sunday and he's like, Hey bro, I'm going into the shop. I'm going to do some drawings and some paintings. He was like, I want to help you learn some of your line work stuff. I'm like, dude, we're there six days a week. And you're like, not actually like ever there. You know what I mean? Like even from the, right from the jump, dude, like it was exactly like that. And so then he, uh, he hits me up and tells me that. And I told him, I'm like, dude, like I'm going grocery shopping today. Like I gotta get a bunch of shit done so I can be at work tomorrow and not have to worry about nothing. And he was like, oh, well, if you're going to fucking take today off, then um, he was like, it just shows how much you don't want this shit. And then, like, he was like, dude, I should honestly, he was like, if you want to, he was like, it's not my problem if you want to kick rocks and, like, you know, fucking, like, threatening to be- beat my ass and shit. Like, dude, all kinds of shit. Like, second weekend.
1: Right. So it was just bad, like, right
0: from the fucking jump.
1: Well, one, so did you mention, you said we, I don't know if it was intentional. Were there other artists working there under there?
0: No, no, no. so I I just think that was a mispronunciation, yeah, no, I mean, it was just just me and him, and then, um, uh, no, it was just me and him, and then, I mean, his wife, like, technically, she owns the shop, like, her name's on it, because he didn't want it on his name, so, you know, whatever you want to do with that. Yeah,
1: (laughs) right. Yeah. So, from the beginning, you were there... <laughs> working by yourself as an apprentice so, most of the time,
0: pretty well. Yeah, I mean, the first, I would say, the first week he was there pretty regularly. Um, he would give me like random little tips that had nothing to do with what I was working on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'd be in the middle of like a line work tattoo or something, and he'd be like, "Oh, well, you know, if you use a mag like this, and it does this, this, this. I'm like, fucking whatever, bro." <laughs> but then, <clears throat> pretty well, he started me off on. I mean, I was, I was just a flat. 50%. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I right. get 50% of my money, he get 50% of my money, which is fine starting out. Whatever. Like that's not an uncommon base price.
1: But usually you're supplied everything. You know what I mean? At 50-50, that's that's you've got some serious overhead at 50-50.
0: Absolutely. Well, you well, usually you're supplied everything. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's if you're on 50-50, then that's because 30% of your money is going to the shop. And the other 20% is for them to keep. But they're supposed to be supplying you with ink and materials to use. Like, they're supposed to be, like, a community, like, ink and needles and stuff like that. That's why we all fucking share here because everybody's scattered on the platform. Like, you know what I mean? Like, everybody's right. – nobody's just one thing. You know what I mean? Like, we have people that are not percentage. We have people that are on booth rent. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and because of that, that really – like, you know, people in booth renter, we're, we're fucking happy to share with everybody. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're a fucking family here there. It was very strictly like, don't use my fucking supplies unless like you absolutely have nothing and it's going to prevent me from making money. You know what I mean? Like that was, that was the mentality that was provided there. Um, now with that being said, um, there were definitely good fucking times and bad times. You know what I mean? Um, (laughs) <laughs> Fuck, bro. There's so much uh, shit. <laughs> like, it's hard to find a place to start other than just going through the entire thing and just taking it instance by instance. I mean, you, you're talking about a guy that has like a horrible fucking like, dude. Like, if he just tried to withdraw, he'd just be fucking dead.
1: No, yeah, we we talked about that a little bit. The way it was described to me, and I I am a uh, I'm a recovered junkie, so. And this is not an inaccurate stereotype about the, the tattoo industry. Like, no, no, no. It's no. pretty rampant. Yeah. And uh, I don't even hold a candle to this guy. Like the way you described it, he's he. If he ever wants to stop, he has to go to the hospital. Like yeah, he'll die if he. Yeah.
0: Well, stop. I mean, and that was always the problem. Is he doesn't because he doesn't have insurance because they don't because you you know what I mean you know right. how you know how things are in the industry right um, insurance is pretty unfucking common to have right. Um, you just pretty well pay cash for everything all the time. So <clears throat> he um he would stay at home and he would message me and be like, "Dude, I'm talking like fuck, I don't know. Like a couple couple months in maybe. He was like ta- like prime tax time." Right. Like this motherfucker's like because he he was so strung out, he wasn't able to keep up with the amount of people that were coming in and wanting to get tattooed by him. Right. You know what I'm saying? So the money was walking out. So the money was walking out because he was trying to get his shit together. So what he what he would do is he would like all of a sudden schedule, you know, like a week or two off and be like, Hey, I'm gonna need like at least three weeks to fucking, you know, recover from withdrawals which That's dude, unrealistic. Yeah, that's I could, hyper unrealistic. Right, like thought.
1: I'm a Boy Scout compared to this guy. Like yeah. from what I've heard and three weeks is not Right. Even an option for this guy. Right. Which so he would
0: fucking... Dude, I'm talking like two weeks into his little time off or whatever. I wouldn't hear from him, wouldn't see him. Which, keep in mind, if he's not there, then, at, oh, <laughs> then um, his fiancé would have to come pay me. And then... Um, but I would... If I didn't see them for a week at a time, I couldn't take my cut of the money. Like... Unless there was, unless I like talked to him about it and he like granted me permission to take my money. Like it was very much like he fucking paid me out. You know what I mean? I would have like a lot of money sitting there and he'd want to go through my book, which I have my book, you know what I mean? Like my clientele book where it's like a list of all my money and shit. Yeah. You um, yeah. And he, um, he would sign off on my money, um, and make sure everything was proper. Um, but. That was a thing But then it would turn into a um, Just a constant abuse Of power when it came to money Like Frequently abusing it Like you, you know what I mean? Like he he would just be like he, He'd be like oh well You said you charge this much And blah 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 But then it, like Dude like the math was so inconsistent All the fucking time It was like absolutely ridiculous You know what I mean? Right So but so, keeping that in mind, like one, I'm not getting paid regularly, like I'm supposed to be. Two, this guy is absolutely like just nodding off in the middle of tattoos, and like you know what I mean, yeah, running off to the, the bathroom stories, every fucking yeah. three or four minutes, like fucking not three or four minutes, but you know, like yeah, no, I've seen it. Definitely, like probably every 30, 45 minutes, running off to the bathroom to go do something, right, and then come back and be like a full zombie, and then just fucking start laying lines on people that were just fucked. Damn. And so, like, then after so long, you know, it just became, like, this thing where I was fucking used to it. And then we got kind of close because, of course, I was seeing that, like, regularly. And after you fucking experience different events with people and their, like, issues and problems that they're having, then it, it just kind of becomes, like, a normal fucking thing that you're seeing daily. You know what I mean? Um, I remember I would go and, like, I would have to go get him ready for work. Make, i would have to go like keep in mind this is my boss right this is my shop owner right <laughs> that i am having to go to his house about 11 o'clock wake him up and this motherfucker would straight grab a, a bucket he would sleep in his recliner and fucking have a trash can next to him and he would take this trash can and fucking like as soon as he woke up in the morning he just fucking throw up and then He'd like do a couple lines of his pills And then fucking light a blunt real quick Or something and then fucking go get dressed and stuff Like it never fucking happened I'm like dude like he's sleeping Three or four hours like Max you know what I mean And right. withdrawing in three or four Hours time right that's what I'm thinking it's, Like
1: uh, with the with his, uh, with his drug of choice That is a that's bizarre you can only uh, You can only mm-hmm. avoid sleep Because you're withdrawing with this. Absolutely drug. yeah, yeah which is I guess opiates right? yeah like yeah yeah
0: yeah way. so you're talking yeah opiates benzos I mean it was a, it was a big bounce around back and forth for a fucking long time right. like it would be a constant like oh I'm getting off this and I'm getting onto that or I'm gonna get off of this and I'm gonna use this as a substitute and it doesn't get me fucked up but then like he'd find a way to make him get fucked up right you know what I mean um, but yeah man I, it was fucked like I mean that was a problem but I mean that that was his own thing he was fucking his own life up you know right. what I mean like that's I mean, fuck if he ever hears this. Like, yeah, he's gonna be pissed. But like, <laughs> not naming you, bud, um, and not even a lot of hatred anymore, man. I used to be hateful about it.
1: Yeah, I felt the same way about mine. But I'm way more to blame for my own folly and, yeah. and my own. So
0: yeah. No, I mean, I mean, yeah. It's. I mean, we all fuck up. I mean, mine, mine. I guess mine was a lot less self-inflicted. Yeah. Well, but I feel
1: like your fuck up was maybe hanging around so long. When yeah. Your, when yeah. Your, your skill built really quickly. And you were, like, uh, might as well have been running the shop is what it sounds like. I mean,
0: honestly, like, I wouldn't, I don't want to, like, just, like, take that on as, like, a, like, a, like a fucking medal. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, like, I'm not claiming that by any means. But, because there was definitely a lot of stuff, like, that I don't know about running a shop. You know what okay, I mean?
1: Okay, fair, fair enough, but it, you were, But, like,
0: very you. much so, I did, like, a lot a lot like
1: it sounds like there were long periods where you were the income for sure so that's a big deal
0: yeah I mean I don't I don't know for sure because his excuse always was like well you're never in here when I'm in here and I'm like dude I'm here from noon to fucking midnight every single day (laughs) and you're telling me that on Sunday you come and tattoo or after I leave you come and tattoo right undoubtedly so like you know what I mean like you are fucking not like there's no fucking way
1: doesn't sound realistic, especially if you're picking him up in the morning. No. It's, so it's like I know what you were doing this morning. I mean, there would be
0: random fucking times, like random times where I would come in, and there'd be like I'd go in the bathroom or something. Like I, he wouldn't have been there all day the day prior. And of course, I'm like cleaning the shop every fucking day, so I like go in there, and I would like go and do my morning cleanup because I clean up in the morning, and clean up at night. You know what I mean? Just to make sure that nothing was like fucking weird. And it, that's actually just out of like poor like a like a a bad experience that happened and what had fucking happened was i had a customer that had came in and they used the bathroom before like because i was like i cleaned up last night like there's no point in having to clean up today right well no apparently he did come in that night like later that night after i left and um there were like lines of pills like on the thing where i guess he like crushed them up to go fucking snort them or whatever and then just abandoned them and just left them there and forgot about them and left and then so the customer comes in the next morning with me. Oh, shit. Like, we come in at the same time because he's, like, there waiting. Because, I mean, dude would be like, you know what I mean? Then you get customers all the time that just be like, oh, well, my appointment's at noon. I'm going to show up at 1145 to be on time. But I'm not showing up until noon. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, So, yeah. So people would walk in with me pretty well is what would happen. And then I would walk around the shop and clean up everything. But this customer came in with me at the same time. And, yeah, there happened to be some fucking pills laying on the fucking thing. Just all crushed up in a line, like, ready to go. Ready to go for him. And he never... He didn't use them, I guess. And so they were just fucking sitting there. And so the fucking guy comes in and he's like, hey, man, like, like I don't want to offend you or anything. But he was like, if this is for you, like, I don't want you doing my tattoo. Right. And I was like, no, bro. Like, that's not me. Like, we can... You can fucking go get a piss test right now. Like, I'll piss clean every day of the week. Right. And so... He was like, no, 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 I trust you, and he was like, you need to get this sorted out. He was like, you shouldn't be here, and I was like, yeah. Well, this is like the first couple months into my fucking right, a customer me working like there, advising
1: yeah. you like maybe move on. Yeah, like yeah. you need to find somewhere else to
0: be. But my goal was to get my apprenticeship over with, get my first license, and then having because my idea at the at the start, and with a lot of people. They feel like once you're licensed at one shop, then you're licensed everywhere and you're, you're fucking not. Right. You're licensed under that roof. And that is it. If, even if you're licensed here and I go home and I do a tattoo, fuck no, I'm not licensed there. Right. Like they, the health department would come rip my license out quick as fuck. But, um, you, you know, so I was thinking though, that I was going to get my license, which I had a three month apprenticeship. That, that was it. 90 days you know what i mean which is which i don't quite agree with that now but at the same time like that's pretty fucking standard nowadays it's just a working 90-day apprenticeship but um but absolutely i got in there and i fucking started experiencing all this shit and then i got attached to him you know what i mean i was like fuck like i see him like trying to improve every once in a while but i mean very much like a fucking um Like a like an abusive relationship type deal, you know what I mean? Where it's just back and forth. Like as funny as that sounds, like is legit. Just like an abusive relationship with somebody. They give like Stockholm syndrome, like a motherfucker, dude. Like there were times whenever I first left that I was like, fuck, maybe like I shouldn't leave or maybe I'm not supposed to leave. You know what I mean? Like like I felt bad about the guy, and I'm like, dude, I've been a year and a half dealing with this bullshit before I left.
1: Damn, you were there a year and a half. A year and a half, yeah.
0: Shit, because I had started November. Of 2017, got licensed in January of 2018, and then I was there until Easter of 2019. So, yeah, roughly a year and a half.
1: Man, that's wild. You your should. Your, your career has gone really fast, man. It's a.
0: Uh, it's fucking changed for sure, bro. Um, thank you. Uh, it's been a lot of hard work, but I think I don't. I don't quite regret that experience, though. Like, as fucked as that sounds, like, I mean, it was shitty. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. But I don't necessarily regret going through all the bullshit that happened. And there's plenty fucking more. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah. Like, my last straw was, like, consistently for the whole year and a half that I was there. I mean, dude, there... Fuck, man. I probably... that My last year that I worked, um, because I was required to work six days a week anyway, I was required to work Monday through Saturday. Um, It wasn't until my last four months that I was there that I actually got Tuesday off. So I was able to take Sunday and Tuesday, but that's two separate, separate days. You know what I mean? They're not close together. So then I couldn't like do anything. Like I couldn't go out of town for the weekend. I couldn't like do nothing. You know what I mean? So it was six days a week. But then up until that, when I started getting Tuesdays off, dude, that was like fucking ridiculous. Like. I was working. I had figured it up, and I think the entire I can't I can't remember what the exact number was, but it was something like fucking thirty-seven days or something, including six days and holidays, where the total sum of days that I had had off in the year and a half that I worked there, thirty-seven ish. I think it was like thirty-seven, or I can't remember if it was thirty-seven or like forty-seven. But still, yeah, like that's bizarre. You're talking less than one day a week, right? You know what I mean? Which now I mean I'm grateful for that because I fucking I work like crazy. You know what I mean? Right. I, I work seven days a week and don't even blink about it. You know what I mean? Because now it's under it's my choice. You right. know what I mean?
1: Well, it is odd to me that um, that you had a mandated schedule. I guess it's because you were at such a small shop. But in my in my little experience, that that's never been the case. in, in you know anywhere that I've been, right? It's been you know you you get your own clients and. Uh, you're, you're setting that up yourself and stuff. It's not like you have to be here this day and this Absolutely. day. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Um, well, and I mean, it normally is that way. Yeah. But in, in my particular situation, it was we needed somebody to be there and be open. The shop needed to be open on set days. So... His claim was always, oh, you know, Mondays are my day off. Well, like, fucking every other week is or every other day is is your day off also. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, like, I would go and take – I'd be like – so the last – the final straw, what I was getting at a minute ago was I – keep in mind, this whole year and a half, I'm on 50%. And they were like, oh, well, after the tattoo convention in 2019, um, the Villain Arts Convention, you know, we will um, discuss bringing you up to 60%, Right? Right, And keep in mind, it's just me and him. So yes, I'm majority of his income considering that he's probably working three to four days a week, max, like fucking max, bro. Like three days a week. You know what I mean? Possibly a fourth, depending on the week.
1: Right. And are we talking about, he comes in and does a tattoo for one of his buddies? Like, no, I mean
0: sometimes. So a lot of times there would be, I mean, when he did tattoo, a lot of it was like an actual client and he was making money. But, um, and, and I can say that majority of the time it was people that he was tattooing that were like paying clients And then there was another large majority of time depending on the time of year probably honestly um, was Fucking just trading for w- his drug of choice, right? You know what I mean? Right. Um, and even really I don't even know if it was like a full trade deal because I know there were lots of times where he was, like, buying stuff, but then he has, like, family members and shit that would give him whatever. You know what I mean? That were just, like, throwing him whatever. Yeah. And then, like, adding up, like, a tab pretty much of how much he owed them in tattoo work and then never fucking paying that off. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Like, yeah. I have plenty of his fucking people that were like that, that come and get tattooed by me that, I mean, I, I absolutely just make them pay because I don't do anything. You know what right. I mean? So I don't. they don't have anything that I want for trade. But... <clears throat> I've heard lots of stories about like side shit that I was totally unaware of that happened while I was there, you know? Right. Um, but (laughs) yeah, fucking crazy shit. But that last straw man was that I was still working the six days a week and, um, Easter rolled around. Um, my mother-in-law was working on Sunday on that Easter. And so I was like, I messaged him and I was like, Hey bro, like, can I get off? for monday the following day um and get everything taken care of hang on one second so yeah so i would um i was going to come back to work on tuesday instead of monday because you know he's like missing days anyway you know what i mean right so i was just like hey man like will you substitute one of my days out for monday or whatever or i told i even told him that i would work my following sunday So I could take that Monday off. And he was like, man, he was like, Monday is my day off. He was like, I will not be in on Monday. And he straight up fucking told me that if I did not come to work on Monday, then he was going to drop me to 40%. Like I was, he was going to take 60% of my money and have me at 40%. And I said, fuck that. I literally told him, I sent him a message and I was like, dude, no, fuck no. Like I'm leaving. I was like, I'm turning my keys in. Like you can fucking have them. Like, I'm done. Nice. Like, I'll be there. I'll be there tomorrow. And fucking Easter Day. Um, I had already been in communication with Chris about moving anyway. But I was on the fence about it. Because I was like, dude, I've only got... Because he had me on that fucking false contract. Where, like, I thought that I was being held, you know, liable to... Like, if I fucking left, I would have to work, like, 100 miles away from Evansville and, like, all this other shit. And, like.
1: Oh, he had, like, some... He had you believing you had some kind of non-compete? Or yes. Like that? Yeah, there
0: was like a non-compete clause in my contract. Like that's what my entire contract was. Is that for two years after my, after me working there?
1: Had you signed an actual notarized contract to that? It wasn't side? notarized. No,
0: but it doesn't matter either way. No. In Indiana, right. in Indiana, you where I mean, even though the right to work law covers union workers, um, there is like other notable clauses that keep like you cannot prevent somebody. It's not moral to. Like the state of Indiana sees it as a, as a moral code. Like you, you cannot prevent somebody from working for another company unless you are like have trade information, right? Like I have trade information. Sure. Right. You could claim that, but we're fucking tattoo artists, bro. Right. Like it's art. Like, yes. Like if I pick up any information from him, that's trade information. But at the same time, like my work was already past his. So there was nothing that I was learning from him anyway. You know what I mean? we've got to close that (laughs) curtain too much goes but yeah so trading information or whatever yeah like i mean technically like yeah technically i did have trade information but not really like it's art you can't say that i took any one thing from him and applied it like i'm not tattooing like he does you know what i mean so there was no claim at all and then later to find out that, um, like, of course, I my dad is where he is, you know what I mean? So he was able to run like my contract and everything by his lawyers. And dude, it was like a fucking rocket lawyer contract, it was not even like a
1: like a what, like one of those uh, apps or something, uh, like yeah, that. like a website. Like, there's right. a
0: there's a there's a website called Rocket Lawyer where you can just get on there and they don't abide by any particular state, they're just like you know what I mean, they're just general country laws, right? And so, like. You plug in your country, where you're from, and all that shit, and then you're just like, it pulls up. You just type in non compete contract, and then it pulls up like a non compete form. Super standard. And you just plug in your bullshit, right. like you know what I mean. You plug in your name, your shop name, and then that's it. You know
1: what I mean, right? Well, it seems like the biggest risk when somebody doesn't want you uh, to move from one shop to another is they're afraid you're gonna take the clients that you gained, and that's like up to the client absolutely yeah so. we have
0: no control over that yeah like it wouldn't matter if I moved a hundred miles away you If you could hang on to a good deal of your I clients. could hang on to a good deal of my clients that's, yeah. that's, that's fucking an hour away you right. know what I mean right maybe maybe a little further an hour and a half what the fuck right? right. no matter though like dude I've got customers that drive fucking six seven eight hours to come fucking get tattooed by me you right. know what I mean for sure yeah. so like it's like an hour is fucking nothing dude like but as soon as I can tell you what though as soon as I found that shit out, I, like, came here fast as fuck. Like, <laughs> like dude, you're talking, I was, I dropped off my keys Easter, the night of, like, Easter night. I met um old girl at fucking AutoZone and fucking gave her my keys. She was like, all right. And because they didn't want me near the shop, by the shop, anything. Right. And then, um, which I mean, I wasn't going to fucking do anything, but still, you know. Right. Um. So... We, uh, we met up, I gave her the keys and then I, the next morning pulled up with a U-Haul and my brother and we fucking pulled up in the parking lot and I took all my shit and loaded up in the fucking U-Haul and I messaged Chris and I was like, Hey man, like, like dude, like I need, I need a place to go. And I had already been in communication with him, communication, com- 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 that's <laughs> correct. Communication <laughs> with this motherfucker. Um, for like three months prior. Cause me and old dude got into a fight about, uh, like probably that, that couple months before where he was like, if you think you can find a better shop, then you go <laughs> fucking right ahead and you go find one. <laughs>
1: better than my one man shop. And I was like,
0: I was like, fuck though. Like, I don't know anything else. You know what I mean? Like, this is the only place I know. So I reached out to Nathan Adler, right? Right. Reach out to this motherfucker. And he's like, he's like, dude, he was, he was like, uh, he was like, what's your conditions like there? And I was like, I just told him everything. And he was like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. You get out of there and come over here. And I was like, okay. And he was like, dude, just talk to Chris. Chris will be happy to help you. I was like, all right.
1: You knew Nathan so, before this?
0: Yeah, I knew Nathan before I knew Chris. Okay. Yeah. And so then, he
1: knew your work when he said come on over.
0: Yeah. So I went ahead and reached out to Chris. I just reached out to him on Facebook and I was like, Hey man, like I'm looking for a place to go. I'm in a real shitty situation right now. Like I'm kinda nervous and I I told him everything about the contract, all of it. And he was like, Fucking dude, you know Chris. Like he was like, I don't I don't care. He was like, It's yeah, fine. Just right. come on over. He was like he was like, Let's see him try to do anything. He was like, It's fine. Right. Like you're gonna be fine. You're right. And I was like That's dude, funny, like I I'm,
1: picture like it like it's like Chris like bring him over here let's see if he'll do yeah let's right exactly try something over here yeah like, exactly. my shop owner can beat up your shop owner <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: that was exactly it bro
0: that was exactly it but um but yeah man he absolutely was just like super supportive chris was and um uh it, it was he was super supportive he was like just come on over here so i was like okay so i grabbed up all my shit and i literally the same day i fucking easter i dropped off my keys monday i loaded bought a u-haul fucking took it over packed up all my shit and moved in straight over here same day
1: oh about that like so you were on a 50 percent commission there when yeah i you you picked up all my shit were you did you buy a chair and dude shit like i owned
0: that? everything that's fucking
1: insane
2: i
0: had to buy every single thing so honestly like if you want to consider it like i'm probably living on a fucking 20 percent commission because i right. had to buy all my own needles all my own ink my own chair That's My toolbox insane, Fucking all of it dude all of it, My went, lamp
1: All of it I almost went to that shop for Dude Fuck that
0: Yeah I will Dude I openly Fucking bash that shop Yeah just I done openly yeah. bash. It. I don't give a fuck <laughs> I would love to see him Try to do something Right Love to see it dude Well yeah here. Fucking And I used to be fucking scared of this dude Like I used to genuinely be scared of him But dude he's probably fucking I don't know probably five five eight oh, five yeah. seven napoleon syndrome and shit yeah and fucking yeah. thinks he's a badass but he's fucking not yeah and he's i mean he's especially this last year dude i fucking i seen him like i peeped him at fucking walmart one day i fucking saw him just walking around and i was like dude like he's his health
1: is so fucking bad right now right yes yeah, like no you know the hypocrisy intended but hypocrisy like i know like when you're a junkie, like, you can't, you can't do shit, like, you can just go, you can just go blow one of those motherfuckers over, like... Right, right.
0: I mean, it is what it is, They're fuck. in real bad shit, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. fuck yeah,
0: dude. I mean, it, it's a fucking bad deal. But, I mean, it, it is what it is, you know? Like, and I don't, like I said, I don't fucking, um... I'm not too upset that I, that I did it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm glad it went as fast as it did, because my career is where it is now. Um... I'm kind of glad that I had the, the push that I did because honestly, as much as that was like a super abusive relationship and it was very fucking weird. Um, mentally, structurally, it fucking broke me down like in a very bad way. Um, there were multiple times where me and I come home and I'd be so fucking like not even know why I was stressed. You know what I mean? But just hyper stressed, bro. Like I would come home and like not talk, not communicate with anybody. Wouldn't want to spend time with my kids. Wouldn't want to fucking do nothing. Like nothing
1: to not know why you're stressed in that situation. I don't, I don't understand that. Like, it's like, were you too close to the
0: thing to understand
2: what was going on? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Because it went from me, him being my boss to, he was like my one and only friend that I was allowed to have. And I was there so frequently for anything he needed. I do. We helped each other move. We helped each other. Like, fucking do all kinds of shit you know what I mean right so like and you're talking like getting tied up like our families were involved with each other like we go to fourth of July stuff together like it wasn't all bad you know what I mean but then because of that it got super toxic super quick you know what I mean so you're talking you're talking my entire like I would come to work and he'd be like he'd be having a good day or whatever and he'd be like bro like are you okay like just generally ask me if I'm okay and I'm like yeah, I think I'm okay. You know what I mean? Like I was so I was so numb constantly cuz like the first fucking the entire time I worked there it was like whiplash constantly. Like it was back and forth, back and forth. So eventually I just stopped expecting, you know what I mean? So I stopped judging how I was feeling and I just dealt with it. You know what I mean? Or right. didn't deal with it. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. So I mean, yeah, bro. I didn't do anything. I just fucking I just constantly just like went to work, came home, went to bed, got up in the morning, went to work, came home, went to bed. Like that was it. That was my, that was my routine every fucking day. And I know a lot of people that like do that with their like factory jobs or whatever. And that's fine. Like that's the life that they choose to live in. You know what I mean? And some people will probably give me shit about that and say, oh fuck, no, I didn't choose this. And this is one I choose to do. But by you continually to wake up every morning and go to fucking your factory job, like you are absolutely choosing to do that. Right. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, we've all got financial pressure. You, got, you absolutely. Got I mean, I've
0: got two about. fucking kids and a wife. Right. Like, and a whole household to maintain. At the time, I had two fucking dogs too. Right.
1: Like. So, like, <laughs> you know like, what I mean? Like, Chewing is like that's a way crazier jump than getting into a factory. Absolutely. Car, I mean, you have
0: I, you have three years of, or well, traditionally you have two years of not making any fucking income. Right. Like, you, you don't make any substantial income. You get your random $40, $50 here and there. But other than that, you're not making any fucking money. Right. And then to turn around and be like, oh, well, the first year and a half that you fucking are even working, like, you're like, fuck yeah, I'm a licensed tattoo artist. But guess what? You have to have clientele. Right. To even make money. So.
1: Right. So that's something interesting about yours, though. And, and you came out of yours with, like, a shit ton of experience and an awesome portfolio. So how quick did this guy have you tattooing? That's Immediately. That's crazy. My That's very crazy.
0: first day is the very first time I tattooed in a shop.
1: That's insane. That was one of the biggest frustrations for me at my shop is I never yeah. got to do it.
0: Yeah. No. It was he is, his well because his thought was so you got to remember, they had opened four months prior to me starting there.
1: Oh, I did. So they're a brand
0: that. new shop, and his co-owner bailed for whatever reason.
1: I can't imagine.
0: Can't imagine. Right. So co-owner bails. He needs to fill that spot immediately, you know what I mean? Because right. he, there's no way he's handling that by himself, and you're talking shop rent seven fifty.
1: Right. That's it. I'm thinking that's pretty low, right? That's fucking <laughs> low.
0: That's dude. That's a hell of fucking low. Right. That's, that's so low. I could live there. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. So. So. Anyway. So. Yeah, no way he's he's fronting that on his own. But then also to consider the fact that... Um, so he puts me in there, right? And I'm, like, fucking working like normal. Um, I, I didn't struggle with clientele almost at all. Because um, the way it went was is I, I did those... They were supposed to be small tattoos. He was like, dude, like, you're going to do small tattoos for the next three months, and we're just going to watch you improve. And I was like, cool, you know? Um, and then... He was like, you know, you're going to be doing like small tattoos a couple times a day and you're going to do like, um, it's they're all going to be 40 bucks and I'm going to take 50%. It's like, okay, fucking whatever. So you know what I did is I asked him one day, I was like, Hey bro, um, can I do bigger pieces? Like, is that allowed? And he was like, I mean, if that's what you want to do, like, you know, you're remember you're paying for your own supplies and everything and you you're making $20 a day pretty well. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, I, yeah, I straight up fucking went in there and I just posted right on Facebook immediately. Like, dude, you're talking like four days into my apprenticeship. And I was like, I was like, um, if you want to get tattooed, uh, it's only 40 bucks. And that was it.
1: Almost exactly what I'm doing right now. Right. Yeah.
0: And so I was like 40 fucking dollars, bro. $40. You can have anything you want full color. Fucking I'll do a whole back 40 bucks. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and, they're flooding in. and they, and because I already had, I had six months experience tattooing out of the house before I started. Right. You know what I mean? Low key. So low key. Yeah. yeah. So low key, but high key. Cause I'm talking about it on a podcast. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <That> <laughs> but hypothetical or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So hypothetically, I have about six months of tattooing <laughs> before I actually start in the tattoo shop. So I mean, starting out right away, like I was, I was okay. Like I wasn't good. You know what I mean? But I was okay. Right. And, um, I would say better than your average, like garage scratcher artist. Scratchers. Yeah. Call them yeah. Scratchers. Derogatory. Yeah. Fucking scratchers. Fucking scratchers. But yeah. So, I mean, that was a thing, you know? So whenever I got into actually working at the, um, oh shoot. I bet that's my customer. Hang on one second. I'll be right back. We're going to cut him in on the podcast in just a minute. All right, so we are back from our break, and I have my customer here that is getting a dope little Blastoise tattoo. Mm, yes you want to go ahead and introduce yourself real quick? Uh, my name is Ryan ham
1: Super Hamm- weird names, I know. <coughs>
0: no, I think it's totally fine. Um, I like your name, but yeah. So, thank you for coming on as a little guest on our podcast. I'm super excited. Absolutely, to have you. should be fun. And then Samuel, of course, is still here. Hello. Um. Yeah, so we were talking about. Uh, <coughs> uh, sorry, um, we were talking about my uh, my rates whenever I first started. So I was, you know, doing the forty dollar thing, and then we like ended up changing it to full price. So I mean, right out of the gate, I was doing like these huge tattoos, you know, and um, it translated into having more clientele because all the pieces I was doing were like these giant pieces, you know.
1: Same, yeah. Port, right so <laughs> mine is my story is like completely opposite that uh the first shop that i uh went to apprentice at i uh, i just went there with my portfolio right and i got in but it wasn't like a tattoo portfolio i, yeah, I don't have any tattoos i had never had a i don't have any scratcher experience or work from home experience right i mean that's good though i feel like well that was definitely the The thought at at the shop I was at, Um, but I was there observing. Was you know what I was told. Yeah. And uh, first of all, it was not set up well for that. Every every artist had like a very small room, you know, like an eight by eight room. Yeah. uh, Which made it hard to observe, and I was under a guy who was a really talented tattoo artist, but. He wasn't there that often and didn't didn't have a lot of time to instruct me, and I was also doing all the paperwork for people coming in, which was odd, I felt like, because it's pretty easy to get that done. Like, you get your client, you, you do their paperwork, and then you get right. to it, like, there's, you don't need, uh, there doesn't need to be a clerical worker in a tattoo shop. Right, It's kind of a bizarre concept of, like, having a, a secretary type person.
0: Well, I mean, where you were you were just a receptionist though? Pretty well is what they were using you for, right? I mean, were you yeah. running the phones and stuff too? Yeah,
1: I was doing all that stuff. Well, that's pretty normal
0: though. That's pretty standard. I mean, yeah. that's what that's what I've experienced being being in a shop. That you know, as an apprentice. That's I mean, that was my whole job, and to tattoo on top of it. Right, but so at my
1: I was at my first shop for probably close to a year, and uh, I did one tattoo right at the end, right before everything really hit the fan, and it was just, <clears throat> it was just like a little word, you know, on a guy's wrist, Yeah. and here, uh, I guess I was here for about a month, like, hanging around and observing, and then I started my 90 days, like you talked about, doing 90 days at ear shop, yeah. um, so I got straight to it here, and now I'm already tattooing, and that's, but now I'm like a brand new tattoo artist who is, you know, apprentice at two studios for right you know well over a year now
0: yeah that's crazy and you had i mean were they even paying you or anything there
1: no not at all that's crazy yeah see like my sister
0: um the one over there she's actually looking into apprenticing for um, like guess a piercer um with that being said she's looking into piercing over at um you know our our favorite piercing shop here in town right um, and she is very well. Like they are gonna pay her as a receptionist to be there.
1: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I I don't know how much it was subject uh, the subjective experience for me because I've got my own opinions about how sure sure how it should have been done. But I I feel like um, I had a lot of time wasted there because. You know, I have to get tattooing. The first ones aren't going to be amazing tattoos right out of the gate.
2: Absolutely, they yeah. just kind
1: of have to let me get started. And they were of the mindset, which is, I think, fair that like doing that fake skin shit is not super helpful. No, it's not.
0: Um, I agree with that. Yeah,
1: but then that left me with nothing to do except for trying to observe between doing my cleric- right. clerical work. Right, such a weird thing for me to say about doing it. At at a shop, I mean, answering the phones, and everything I get, doing everyone else's. Uh, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Paperwork is great. yeah, because it's really easy for them to all do on their own because they don't have client after client after client. Right. But I'm just doing it for everybody, including the piercer. That's crazy. Who does have a lot more clients at once? Yeah. But uh, you still, you just come out and you fill it out. You know, they would they were doing the scan the ID thing. Yeah. Uh, But I would have to give them all of the, you know, give them the spiel and stuff, and uh, you know, there, there were complaints about me not observing enough, and that wasn't really a very practical thing for me to be doing. Right. Well, because
0: you're running the counter while you're supposed to be observing tattoos at the same time. Like, what sense does that make?
1: Right. So that was one of the big reasons I was given for not being able to get started, and then the second one was that the, the owner was telling me, you know, I kind of had to get my life in order. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, I was a junkie, but it was sort of a junkie shop. Yeah, right, right.
0: which s- there's a lot of those. Right, you know, and so.
1: For people don't know, yeah. Yeah, no, like, I, that is a very accurate stereotype. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. Unfortunately, so, yeah. But, the, you know, even the guy who I, who was kind of assigned to me to train me, who was, you know, very talented, I did, I did like him a lot, and still do. He's a cool guy. But, you know, he was also a junkie. So, like, uh, kind of the idea that I shouldn't get started because I'm a junkie seemed really paradoxical to me. I mean, I would even get, you know, I would, uh, you know, procure some of my supplies right. from most of the people at the shop, you know, is where I was getting it. So... It was really a bizarre thing.
0: Uh, Yeah, I think that's something that, like... I mean, people have to be aware of that kind of shit, too. Like, I feel like the health department and stuff, like, has to be aware that that's happening. Like,
1: there's no way that they don't know. No, and there's some shops in town that, like, it's well-known. They're like, you know, so-and-so nods off. I. You know, there's a there's a well-known shop in town with a, a talented artist working there, but I've seen uh, a client walk in with one of his pieces, and I was like, that's really amazing. And then she shows me this long line on her knee, and this is an arm, oh arm piece that she's got, and she's like, yeah, he fell asleep during, and I've also got this long line on my knee now. So wow. it's, a no, yeah, like it was a full knot off, like, needle, like, I don't know if he was using a foot pedal or what, but uh, he nodded off with that thing running and got a long line and on his knee. So uh, it's that's crazy. Yeah. Man. No, and it was you know really wonderful portraiture work. So it's pretty wild. And and this this shop is still running and it's I would say the most notorious one. You could probably guess it if we weren't on the. You know, on the podcast yeah
0: yeah absolutely well I mean even yeah, even just like talking about it in general like I mean you could probably guess it in your top three fucking guesses <laughs> like for sure if you, even if you didn't even know anything and you just started naming
1: shops around you yeah, right absolutely. yeah like by, by luck you could probably guess it okay uh so so yeah that's fucking wild right so I was there doing that bullshit at the counter all the time and uh my problem was escalating just on my own, you know, like, that was, it was my doing. Yeah. But, like, uh, you know, my mentor kind of hooked me up with uh, the guy who can get you anything. He's, like, the Hunter S. Thompson guy. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm going in there, so I started going in there, like, way too fucked up and stuff. Uh, so, like, the original point Became more and more true over time that like I really couldn't start until I got my shit together, you know. Yeah, sure. So like, and it. There's a lot to say in between, but like, you know, at the end, like, I ended up leaving, the, uh, that shop after. Uh, I had one major overdose at the shop, and uh, like the ambulance came. They wanted to Narcan me. Damn. I didn't le- like I didn't get Narcan though. That's crazy. Yeah, but they just let me sleep there at the shop, like, on the couch because I couldn't drive anywhere or anything.
2: Obviously, yeah.
1: And just a couple weeks after that, I got arrested, and, like, I'm still not fired from the shop. I just kind of quit showing up because, like, nothing was going to let me get started, and then I had dug myself into, like, a terrible hole there. Yeah. But on a on another note which i think is actually the biggest problem were like these ideological differences at the shop yeah which sounds crazy and if that again might be my subjective experience but i was not really aligned with their way of thinking uh, sure to the point like like when i first started the owner and i like really like to talk politics and philosophy and stuff uh, and he really held his own in those discussions yeah but when that stopped happening or we were at an impasse uh you know and he had his own problems with that, which yeah was yeah. actually um more alcohol than anything else so he would get done tattooing at the end of the day I'm mopping cause I'm mopping fucking every night there yeah and uh which is, which that is standard right no That and yeah I would especially accept that if I were also tattooing during the day. Right, right. Uh, which I wasn't. Uh, but then, you know, he would come down and he would be, like, piss drunk, like, crazy drunk. So that our whatever we were discussing, you know, maybe an hour before, it had turned into a thing where he's, like, screaming at me about it.
2: Right.
1: And, uh, I, you know, I don't want to get, like, crazy into my ideology or his ideology, but, like... Sure. Uh... It was super incompatible, which is fine with me. I, I really love talking to people who disagree with me. Right. But if it ends with, like, drunken screaming at me, you know, it's like... Well, you're there's, an, there's no fucking point. Right. It's like, you're an idiot if you believe that. And it's like, this whole conversation has no purpose. If, yeah. You know, I'm open to being swayed or just having this interesting conversation, but not getting really, you know, screamed at and stuff. So... After everything went down with me illegally and with my, uh, my drug addiction, I was just like, I was like, nothing's, this studio's not going to take off for me. No. So, I mean, there's Not like that a, one, yeah. No, there's a million variables in between that I could get into, but they're all like, uh really well, personal I, between me and this or that artist
0: i just want to say i'm like i'm super fucking proud of you bro no i appreciate like you know. i see how much you've grown just being here and like just seeing who you are like i mean i obviously didn't know who you were before you started here you know but at the same time like like i'm just proud to see that you're like actually actively working towards staying sober and like you know what i mean
1: yeah no i appreciate it so like when i got out of uh I like got out of jail and, you know, went to court and stuff. I got on and Yeah. And then I decided to get off of that. And that's when I came here. I think you were here the night I brought my portfolio. Yes. And uh, Chris wasn't here, but somebody called him in. Yeah. I don't know who did that, but it was awesome. I think it was
0: Jacob, probably. Because I wasn't, I wasn't here for... I mean, I was here, but I was tattooing, I think, that night. And then so, I came out, and I seen Chris out there talking to you, and I was like, what the fuck is up?
1: Right. No, I... I was uh I was surprised to to have the owner call in, you know yeah because I've only come I've only been to two shops to apprentice and my portfolio got me in both shops right away you know including this one
0: well it's not very frequently that you have somebody that does art and I, like regularly does art on their own right like it's a lot of times what you get is you like find people with like I mean it's we see every fucking like tangible like, Google design that you could fucking imagine. You know what I mean? You mean, like, as an artist? I'm saying as an artist, like, we see these pieces that people bring to us that are, like, Google pieces, you know what I mean? Right. So, and those attract a lot of attention. So then the only ones that you really ever see are ones that are, like, famous for whatever, you know what I mean? So, like, when you see these people's, like like their uh their their portfolios or whatever then more than not what ends up happening is is we can recognize immediately pieces that are like just ripped straight off of google that they like traced or like oh right you know what i mean like it's not original work and you, you see that a lot with a lot of apprentices they think okay well i'm just gonna take this and color it and they're not gonna know (laughs) yeah. <laughs> like, dude, like, if anybody's gonna know about a Google tattoo, yeah, we've like, all odd. of those.
1: Yeah. Right. And so I get a lot of people actually messaging me on Facebook asking about getting an apprenticeship, and uh, when I have time to respond to those, yeah, probably my my number one thing to them is like your portfolio needs to be insane. Yes. Like,
0: you need to have the best portfolio that you can fucking present, and do not half it when it comes to. Um, Supplies. Um, I mean, of course, do art with like an art piece is better than no art piece, you know? Right. But like, the better your tools, the better your art's gonna look anyway. So, like, you should absolutely save up your money and buy good color pencils, buy good markers. For sure. Buy good pencils. Like, it takes money to make money. Right. And, and you're never gonna free yourself of that. You're never gonna have financial freedom until you do something for yourself and on your own. To to work a normal steady job is fine. It's great. It's it's financially um, a good choice. Like I mean, it is a a valuable like a viable option. You know what I mean for most people. But if you like, I get people that actively come to me and like are looking to have like financial freedom. You know what I mean? Right. Um. And I can't even say I have financial freedom, but. I'm closer to it than most people are. You
1: know what I mean? Well, and you got, you're self-employed. Right, I'm self-employed. Which is, I think, a big thing of what people are looking for. Right. Well, and quickly on the note of supplies, like my portfolio was largely probably entirely black and white, but that's what I get really into, and so I I do think I have impressive black and white pieces that I bought in, and I tend to do those with just like, pilot pins actually but yeah they're
0: actually the best dude. Yeah, and really people nice think pens. that it has to be like crazy expensive or like a $40 fucking pin but cool. it, it doesn't have to
1: be especially when you're doing black work right well and they make like really nice pins are like, you doing okay yeah I'm
0: good cool alright I'm sorry I'm just checking you're on my all good, customer of
1: course uh, they've got really nice pins that I would say people should get if they're doing fine black work like a road absolutely train. road train makes like these crazy point two five or .18 yeah uh, pins but you have to upkeep those uh, you can get .25 uh, pilots they're not in most stores you can order them off Amazon for nothing yeah. but I, w- I will agree with you especially if you're bringing a color work like get a box of Prisma colors even if you're getting like the cool 12 pack you know yes that's, absolutely that's Learn cool. how to,
0: I mean I actually would recommend starting with as little as possible um, because that's going to force you to I mean it's going to be very obvious that you're blending colors Um, to get a color you know what I mean right? but seeing that I would rather see that than somebody that just happened to have an extra $100 lying around and they got a fucking 148 pack of fucking Prisma colors and just decided to you know what I mean run that and you know what I mean and just fully saturate every color and not know how to blend colored pencils you know what I mean like when I look at somebody's portfolio I'm not looking to see like oh like hey like your art is, like, perfect in its perfection. No. I want to see that you have, like, general knowledge of how art works and, like, how things do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would much rather, instead of see a nice, clean, um, colored pencil piece, yeah. I would rather see some like weird mixy like there's some strange colors in here but i mean it works you know what i mean yeah I that would really, i would much rather see
1: that yeah i'd recommend anyone who is looking to build a portfolio like that even if it's just for art not for tattoos right if you're trying to to build up your abilities in that way i spent a long time with uh I think it was Derwent. It wasn't even a personal color. But Derwent's pretty good too. Yeah, Derwent's alright, man. And I had uh just I would only use the primary colours and black and white. Yes. Like, even though I had way more at my disposal, it's like how far can I push it with, with these colors, which in theory you you can do it you can make any color with. Right. And that there is a limit to that. You know, I won't pretend there's not. With a colored pencil you can overwork a spot on the page where it won't take any yeah. more color. It gets too slick. Yeah. But uh, the bottom line is to have like a portfolio that shows you're really committed because you get a lot of people uh, who want to tattoo, and it's kind of more about like, it, I guess, you know, it's like a cool guy job or something, or it's,
2: right, it sounds right, super yes.
1: fun or something. Yes. Uh, so interestingly, at my, in my first shop, I went in and I didn't have any tattoos. Uh, Right That was never my interest. I told the guy he saw my portfolio and I was like, man, I just really, really. okay, so there's some, here's some background As I taught art at a local college for for several years. Yeah, and I really hated being a teacher, but I wanted I have like have just been dying to make uh, my living doing art because I've done the retail shit and I've done the fast food stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But being a teacher really sucks for me. Like, uh, for some people, it's really meaningful work. uh,
0: No, I can't teach for shit. Just ask Bella. (laughs) (laughs) I I said I I can't. I can't teach for shit. Just ask you. She's like, yeah. But you're doing good, though, aren't you? Huh? You're doing good, though, aren't you? No. 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 You're killing it. You're killing it.
1: You're doing great. But you get a frustration when you're, like, really committed and you're, like, working with students. Like, you would think you just wouldn't give a shit because you get the paycheck no matter what. Yeah. But they come in and they're, like, not doing shit. And it's, like, you're paying to go to college right now. It's really getting on my nerves, you know, like. Yeah. uh, That was super frustrating.
0: I believe that.
1: And I didn't even think I would give a shit about that. Like, I would just show up and not care, like. And it's not like my last semester I didn't put up with it anymore. I, like, failed, like, an entire class of people. And then my boss was like, what the fuck's going on? I'm like, look at their work, man. Like, they fucking suck. They should... Somebody needs to tell them. Fucking these kids hated you, dude. Dude, it's actually pretty funny because, like... Some of them did. Like I got complaints against me several times. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> yeah, sure. but like I would go in there and like I would pretty much say that type of stuff to them. You know, yeah.
0: like did they did they call you like professor and shit? No, like, I was like call me yeah. Samuel. They just you just you just had them call you Samuel. Yeah, and I
1: like dressed just like this and shit.
0: Going I <laughs> in would
1: abuse. I would have used the fuck out of that situation. I'd be like <laughs> <laughs> fucking call me professor. No, I wanted <laughs> to just be like taking it easy with them and being like a. And appear to them in a way just who was way better than them, and <laughs> what they were trying to learn, but not in the position of authority over them. You know, like yeah, yeah. No, I
2: get it. I get
0: it. Uh, it's just the personality types, bro. That's the only difference. You know what I mean? Like, right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take advantage. Or I would take advantage of the situation. But you fucking wouldn't. So. <laughs> it's funny to
1: hear. So I went in there uh, on my my last semester where I, when I taught. Uh, I went in there, and th- I even knew that there were a couple of really talented people in the class, or I should say, they had potential. You know, they had.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: They were probably they were drawing a lot of like anime shit, which is fine. But like, you like, I'm like, push that really hard if that's what you want. You know. Absolutely. Uh, I've got no problem with it. And eventually, I actually did have to ask them to stop doing that. I was like, actually, no anime at all for this assignment because. I'm going to see the same thing I've been seeing all year but uh, my my very last class I had I remember there was a day that I came and I was like so who did their homework today and everyone just looked at me and no, they were all like none of us and I was like you guys fucking suck <laughs> you know uh, I was like I, I don't really know why you're here but uh, yeah that shit's just fucking frustrating but, so, back to the point, I, uh, I was really interested in art, and you see a lot of people even in art school who are not. Absolutely. So I went in there, and I got my first yeah, apprenticeship with no yeah. tattoos or piercings or anything, and I actually think that was a boon to me, because the shop owner did see that I was really just interested in making my living in art. Yeah.
0: Well, and that's a huge thing, is people don't realize, like, you know, there's obviously, like... The common theory that, you know, you don't actually make any money in, art, like, doing art. You know what I mean? And, I mean, here's, I, this is the deal. Like, you you should go about it in a way where you think that you don't. Like, yeah, absolutely, like, do not think that you're going to make any fucking money doing art. Because, potentially, you're fucking
1: not. Yeah, I actually think it's less likely that you will than that you that you won't you know yeah I mean you have to really want it
0: yes because the amount of bullshit that you go through just trying to achieve a level of artistry that's gonna sell is ridiculous
1: right so like I went to I was a graphic design major I, I went to university after community college but I dropped out I did not like I love it. that you call it university. Like the, <laughs> that's what I
2: was thinking. <laughs> like yeah. the, um, like, like I went the,
1: to uni for a while. Yes, yeah. that's literally, like, what I was thinking. Uh, I do But, I'm, no, we're not laughing at you. <laughs> but just to differentiate from, like, trade school, you know? Yeah. Which is, like, the, the uh, college that I taught at.
0: Yeah, no, I got you. Uh,
1: so, like, I, you know, I went like, there there was, like, figure drawing and things like that. Yeah, but then I still saw the people who sucked going in, sucked coming out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and see, I was one of those people. Like, that's what's so crazy, is, like, my... I don't... Have we even talked about, like, backstory Uh, on my end?
1: Uh, as far... I mean, I... Like, we talked about that you went to, like, beauty school for a little while. I don't know. Did you spend time in art school?
0: So, I didn't spend any time, like, in actual, like, college, like, going to an art school. No. Um... So, actually, funny thing is, is I was I was pretty well taught. Whenever I started my tr- apprenticeship, to pretty well trace just about everything.
2: Yeah. Well, that's because it was
0: easier, <laughs> it was quicker, it was faster. It was just like, how quick can I bust pieces out
1: and get money? Well, you are like, doing that, that it. for the. Uh, a good number of clients. I sure.
0: I mean, well, tracing and editing in in a way that's, you know what I mean? Like, you I would not say it's okay to just like take things, but like at the same time, you get a lot of customers that that's what they want. And I think that it's not wrong to give them what they want, but at the same time, to just steal a piece and not credit the creator. Like in this situation, I'm tattooing a Blastoise. Like,. Mm-hmm.
1: But like, like how many people Who how could many potentially people, be listening How to the can
0: I yeah, How I mean.
1: Right If you're awesome Yeah People <laughs> yeah. like It's America People like Pokemon
0: Yeah But How am I Like gonna get a hold Of the artist Of
1: the Pokemon card That this came from Like And are you gonna get The go ahead on that shit Right
0: Like No No I mean I'll probably Yeah you probably get The go ahead on it But will you ever hear Back from that person Fuck no You'll never hear back From that person Never. I think,
1: dude. I think, honestly, if you tried to get permission to do Pokemon or like Disney characters, that shit would not happen.
2: No, it's no, like I if mean, you ask, be like, no, it'll right. be a
1: problem, and if you don't ask, it won't be a problem. They'll be
0: like, "Fucking whatever." Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not bad for them for people to be out getting. It's not like, <laughs> it's not like, right. When it's when a whoever owns fucking Poke- billboard. Yeah, when whoever is, uh, publishes Pokemon, I have no fucking clue.
0: Now private pieces. Uh-huh like pieces that were uploaded on pinterest or whatever and they're like, like yeah someone's like somebody's actual thing. art fuck yeah i will ask every time and i used to not i used to really struggle with that i used to really just like jack pieces from mm-hmm. like google or whatever and i wouldn't even claim them as custom pieces i would just say hey like i want to do this tattoo and i think that's what's really hindering my growth um was that i was doing that you know um, because now people have pegged me as a person that just jacks stuff off of the internet and now I rarely do that. You yeah. know what I mean? But well, so for a
1: while I was. I don't really. even think that's a fair thing to be pegged as because you get such a huge number of clients who specifically want that. Yeah. I was just seeing... Oh, yeah. Because
2: I just finished that drawing Yeah. So I was just seeing Oh okay.
0: I mean, I pro- i may need my iPad after. Then no, I I'm done coming. drawing. I'm seeing where you're at to see how much longer you got. Oh yeah, I've got—I've got a
1: wand. That line work looks lovely. Mm-hmm.
0: Thanks. Super crispy. But,
1: but um, I, don't, I don't think it's fair for like you. I well, you can. You can say whatever you want about yourself, but like people are straight up sending you that shit on Facebook it's yeah
0: like- but that's like literally our job to turn that away or say hey like that's cool if you want to do that but give me a couple weeks to get a hold of this person and as soon as I get the the okay on that piece then I'd be happy to do it because right. technically what's supposed to happen is, is your customer is supposed to go to the person that designed that piece for them to do it and that is it um, it, it is, it is art. It's not theft. You know what I mean. So, um, stealing art is a big problem that we're dealing with right now in the tattoo industry. It's huge because Google and Pinterest and all that shit makes it so easy, and you don't you don't have to you don't have to pay for copyrights. You don't have to pay for anything like that. So potentially, what's happening is, and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, is you are taking pieces from Google that people drew up to make part of their livelihood or to to make part of their money, right? right? part of their income and they're taking that money and they're not they potentially may have not even done that tattoo. And then one of your people comes and brings you that tattoo and then you just made money on a piece that the original artist didn't even make money on yet. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So do you see how like shitty that is? And kind imagine of. if you drew up a, an a dope piece. Okay, imagine no, we're
1: going to get like we're actually going to disagree on this here. Really? Yeah, I don't believe you, in intellectual property at all.
0: You wouldn't you wouldn't have an issue at all with that? No, if somebody no. took if see, if you posted a piece that you were like super stoked to do and it was like game changing. Like this piece was going to be like something that's like amazing that like was a totally different style, totally different type of work. And somebody takes it and does it before you and then gets um Yeah, the credit. And shit. Gets credit for it. Yeah. Like totally just like gets it. like that piece may have been like totally game changing in the industry and then you fucking drew that. Right. And somebody just happened to come by it because you said, Look at how dope this piece is and you posted it on Facebook. Right. And that's it and somebody else on the other side of the United States fucking jacks that piece and gets sponsorships and gets money for it and fucking all kinds of shit. How pissed would you be?
1: I can see a situation where I was irritated by that, but, like, I want to have, a, like... Man, I'd really love to have, like... Uh, I've thought about this a lot, man. I'd like to have uh, something hanging in a gallery. Like, I've, I've had stuff in, in some local shows and stuff. It's not hard to do. Yeah. And I, I always think about how awesome it would be if someone came in and stole mine off the wall.
0: <laughs> Dude, that'd be fucking yeah. dope. Wouldn't yeah, it be? Yeah, be? Like, cool. they really like wanted it. Yeah, that's like some Banksy shit. They went yeah.
1: hard for that. I would like that to happen. But I have people on. I've already had people ask permission to use my thing or whatever they're gonna do with it, and I'm like, yeah, and they're like, why don't you sign it? And I'm like, I don't give a shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, hey, fucking props to you, man. I don't think I mean I'm not mad if somebody takes one of my designs and redoes it, but at the same time, like, like I I feel the same way, kind of. Like I feel, I I personally would not be mad if somebody took my art and did something with it. Just show me. I wanna see what it looks yeah. like when you're done with Legit. it. Legit. Like that's it. That's all I want. Like you don't have to pay me for it. You don't have to like you don't even have to fucking ask my permission. Just when it's done. Let me get a pick. Fucking tag me. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, tag me in that yeah. shit. Because I wanna see how good you did it. Like I wanna see I wanna see the difference between your thought on how it should look and how I thought it should look. And right. I wanna
1: see whose was better.
0: Right. And it may I mean it's not even a matter of it being better. You know what right. I mean? Like it's a just a straight matter of like how did you pull it off how did you do it yeah Yeah, I just want to see how your brain works like and that's it but see that's genuine art shit right there when you get these people that are like super mad about it like yes I feel like more than more times than not that is a straight money move that's yeah you're not getting the recognition and the money that you thought you deserved for that art instead of just producing art for it to be art you know what I mean like I guarantee you I guarantee you my fucking mustache man with the rose yeah if that got any more attention than it did i guarantee you somebody fucking stole that thing because you you wouldn't know right unless it blew up and then it just happened to come across your feed right because people are thinking that i'm gonna be pissed that somebody fucking took that like do you know how bad there's an artist called dave uh Tevinol? i don't know dude or Tevenol. Or something Dave Tevenall or Dave Tevanal I think or something like that. Is this something that should be really he's like? super famous. Yeah, dude, you should know exactly who this is. Um he does like new school work. Right? Okay. Um Oh I guess. Oh he's, he's a tattoo artist. Yes, he's a tattoo artist. Um but what's crazy is his work is like his work is insane, man. Like he does something fucking wild. Like it's like a weird mix between like new school and like neo traditional and it's like it's just fucking badass, man. Um but I so bad wanna just fucking take one of his pieces <laughs> right off of fucking Instagram because they're beautiful. Dude. Oh shit. It's yeah. called Dave I've,
1: Tattoos. I pulled I pulled him up, he's all over all over Google.
0: Dude, he's like sponsored by like fucking everybody and like like Tat Soul sponsors him and like fucking everybody sponsors him, dude. So like to sit here and be like you know, and you know how there's tons of people that have fucking probably ripped his work off. For sure. I mean I personally what? haven't and the only reason why I haven't and I can I'm going to go ahead and say this is is strictly because I'm worried that he's going to see it which he's made a big fucking deal about it in the past. Oh okay. Like he's so he, he's he, he he's does not fucking care. It. Yes, yeah. he does care. Um he does care. Uh this shit. Is awesome. But he it's not a money thing. It's just a Everything he makes things in limited prints, and he's very, very into the limited run of things. Well, I do
1: that too. I do screen prints and woodblock prints.
0: Right, but what I'm saying like that's like, for him that's like a Banksy move. You know what I mean? For him to for him to have limited runs of things and things to only be available. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And because he's so high up and so respected in the tattoo industry. I feel like as soon as you fucking jack a piece from that guy, like all of your ability to get sponsored or yeah anything <laughs> at that point goes straight out the fucking window. Because yeah. that dude's got so many pools everywhere. Like you just cannot, you can't just take that shit and run and just hope for the fucking best. Right. Nobody's going to cra- congratulate you no matter how <laughs> fucking good you did. Everybody's going to be like, how the fuck can you rip off this guy?
1: Right. And he's a They're cool gonna dude. going to He's
0: a cool fucking dude. But like... He just does so many cool fucking styles of art man it's just it's just fucking beautiful man like his work is beautiful like
1: I don't know I I I don't don't love it I mean you checked out the reference form right yeah no I just pulled it up he's awesome but I still don't understand the attitude like uh, like there's no like it's as little about being known I get it as it is for like having a copyright for me
0: no, absolutely. It's not no, about I money get it. Every time
1: or anything, like on my Instagram, not to compare myself to like a famous artist or anything, but like, I've I don't have my real name on there. Yeah. And all of my pieces they are mostly signed with fake names, like various fake names. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, like
0: <laughs> not even close to the same like right. repetition. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. And see, I guess, I have a severe issue. Um, I would say I would say it's almost a mental thing um, where. I feel the need to make a name for myself. Does that make sense? And yeah. Maybe it's a pride thing. It may very well be a pride thing. I have like it an too. Thing.
1: It me too, but it's like I just want someone to love the art. Exactly. And that's like th- I get that. the most basic part for me. Like it's not that I don't need them to love me or give me money. Right. It's like please appreciate that I did I've this.
0: I to go get some more ink, uh, uh-huh. ink real quick. I'll be right back. Samuel, uh, keep I got that a going. T-
1: I got a bunch of my top drawer. Oh,
0: dude? Okay, I mean, yeah. there's there's some over here, but that, I just need smaller ones because I'm not doing a whole lot of work really quick, but um, it's a whole lot of, of one color. It's just, like, multiple different colors, so... I actually
1: want to come peek at this blast, but right real <laughs> <laughs> quick. He's pretty good with lines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's just killer.
0: Dude, yeah, my... It's very I put, clean. I put a lot of work into my work. Absolutely, oh, and I'm really. actually going to do a couple other things before I move on to color entirely. I just wanted to grab these so that way I didn't have to be interrupted in a minute. That's um, lovely. Thank you. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Like I definitely, um, I agree with you hundred percent. But I think uh, on a on a psychological level, I think I am. A lo- I'm, I'm definitely flawed <laughs> for sure psychologically. Not um, me. <laughs> not, not you, Sam. No. But um, but definitely on my end, I'm I'm horribly psychologically flawed but at the i think there's like a huge need in my life to build like this huge name for myself like like dude like i think that's where like youtube and podcasting and all that shit comes from is it's like a constant need i mean now it's more of a need to improve the attention to my work yeah that's and it's not just a straight attention pool like I'm I'm making this podcast because I like producing the content. Like, I like that. I like the idea of people being able to be involved in my life. Like, I like people. Right. Like, that's my thing. So, like, YouTube, podcasting, my social media is all an act to get somebody to be involved in my life. Yep. And just enjoy it with me. Right. Like, I just enjoy it. Like, I'm happy with myself. I'm happy with my life. But, like, it is just as much about the art. And enjoying, I just want people to experience things. Like, I guess, you know what it is? What it is, is, is my, I enjoy my life so much. And I see people that are so constantly negative. Yeah. And are are living such a a life that is like constantly bringing them down. That, because whenever I was down, I would get on YouTube and like watch vlogs and
1: shit, right. and see all these about. people,
0: and it would it would make me like inspired. It would make me feel like I needed to do something with my life. Yeah, same. And so, like, I feel like I am so happy with my life, as boring as my life may be. Like, <laughs> I, I think am so fucking. Think so. I don't think. I don't think so either. But even if you think that my life is boring, like I fucking love it, dude. And so to share that with people, like I want other people. To not, to not be happy for me or about me, but to inflict or, like, shine some happiness on other people. You know what I mean? For other people to feel positive about shit that they're going through. Because my life is just as much filled with bullshit as your life is. You're, our bullshit's right. different.
1: Our bullshit is very different. But it's filled just the same. I, yeah, I think that's actually universal. Like, yeah, aristocrats yeah, have, like, yeah. these problems of, like... What do I even do? You know, I grew up with a with a kid who was born into way too much money, and he's one of the most miserable people I've ever met in, in a lot of ways. Because he's right. like, well, what am I going to go do? Everything's set up for me. You
0: know? Right. Yeah. He has no no direction. Right. There's no there's no need to do anything greater because he has everything. Right. And, and he can it's a still matter of finding it. a passion of what right. he wants to do. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, even. That's, I honestly think that's the reason why, like, I want, like, people are like, oh, well, like, are you obsessed with, like, money or, like, anything like that? And honestly, it's not even about that. Like, yes, I want money, but I want money so I can, like, continue to enjoy things. And, like, honestly, like, you know, here recently I've had discussion with people about, like, upping up prices. Right. And it's not even just for me to come out more ahead. I, I guess technically it is, but that is not the sole reason like the sole reason is so i can sit more comfortably so i can offer more deals like i don't know when the last time i charged fucking full price for a tattoo was you know what i mean right. like and that's probably why i fall short like most of the time i would say that's probably the reason why is because i don't charge full price all the time for tattoos occasionally i do well, depending on the piece but like
1: you also book up so like when you book up you know it's a supply and demand thing i get this <laughs> <Genie> yeah. Do you need help?
0: I can't get it open.
1: Um, it
0: is... I understand what you're like, saying. Like, I mean, if you've got
1: so many people trying to book appointments that you're turning some away, then you need to raise the price. And not... And, like, it doesn't even have to be about money. It's, like, the people that want it the most will get it, and that's important to you. It should Absolutely. be important to you. you know, people who that really that want your art the most. But it's
0: fucking scary. I, I because, let I I me tell you, you. Yeah. like... Okay, so if I tattoo 30 days out of the month, which is literally happening for the month of January, by That's the way, all, all my days are booked, um, minus, I think, one that I took time off. Um, and then, finally, I fucking got this open.
1: Um, I had an audio sensory meridian response to that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that is? No. ASMR. Oh, okay. I, I had my... Uh, Here,
0: just take a second to
1: enjoy this ASMR, Okay. Oh, that's, hit, that's hitting the spot <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hang on, hang on, hang on Needle coming out of the blister pack
1: Oh shit I got the sawed after I got the sawed after <laughs> spine tingle
2: Oh shit
0: But yeah, so like I don't have
1: I don't know, I even forgot what I was fucking saying I'm sorry, that was really derailing <laughs> No, it's okay, it's okay <laughs> What was I saying? Oh, about how it's scary to, like, uh, up your prices. Yes,
0: upping my prices, dude. I'm fucking terrified. Because, okay, so I tattoo 30 days out of the month, okay? Let's say if I tattoo 30 days out of the month, just like what's happening right now, okay? I have no room to have any fuck-ups. Like, there can't be any scheduling errors. There can't be any... Um, oh, I've got to get you back in for this or somebody else can't reschedule and expect to get in in a reasonable amount of time. Like, there can't be any of that. It has to be flawless. Right. You know what I mean? And right. that's impossible. I'm a fucking human being. I can't do that. So, a big part of my issue is is I'm, I am want to raise prices, but at the same time, I have so many customers that I love that I just I love taking care of them and I want them to continue coming back And I'm so scared that those people are just going to leave. But then again, like, you know, um, I know that those aren't the types of people if they're going to leave over my prices going up and instead of getting tattooed 16 times a year, they're going to get tattooed eight because I doubled my prices. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's obviously not the type of people I need to have in my clientele list anyway. But at the same time, I don't want... um, I just, I just don't want to. I just freaks me out thinking that like I may be losing out. Like, how much more money would I make if I was um, charging just the hundred dollars an hour versus the two hundred
1: an hour? You know what I mean? Right. I think mm. I'm too new to answer that question.
0: <laughs> because I just, I just feel like at a hundred dollars an hour, like that's a ridiculous amount of money to make anyway.
1: You know what I mean? Doing art, yeah, that's what, that's like but, the, I mean, the dream if you're in art school is make make $100 an hour. And, like,
0: right. But. That's
1: not even a job you go to art school for.
0: No, you don't have to go to school for any of this shit, right? <laughs> None of it. That's the great thing. Like, you do not have to go to college yeah, to fucking make holy, money in this. That's pretty
1: fucking hilarious. hilarious. For, like, what like, people with graphic design yeah. majors are making.
0: Right. And it's just, like, it's one of those things, man, where, like, I just feel like, um,. I feel like one, I'm being greedy or it's coming across as being greedy, which it's not. It's just me pricing my work at what I think it's worth. Just like well, a like, fucking a scribble drawing is worth fucking a million dollars versus a super detailed portrait is only worth 10. Right. One,
1: I mean? well, and who among your clients doesn't want doesn't wish they were making more money? Like show me, right. that, show me that fucking guy.
0: No, mm-hmm. I agree. But at the same time, like I guess what I need to do is I just need to do it and attract more customers that are gonna be in that higher end clientele list. But then, like, how many people is that gonna affect? I mean, how would? Okay, you're well, you're one of my customers now. How yes, would
1: that affect you? Um, you know it what depends I mean? on how this turns out. <laughs> I guess <laughs> that I guess is fair. That is a one hundred percent valuable, like viable answer. Right, yes. customer. Like first time customers. First
2: time customers. <laughs> Well, but what,
1: uh, dude I brought in the other day was like, you know, he's getting my uh, coming apprentice. I'm doing the chief apprentice Stats like we were talking about earlier. Right. But he's like, man, I really want to save up and try to get uh, that uh, that rose on my hand like I was talking to Dylan about. It. He said, you know, he wants it from you. He was like, his stuff's awesome. And so I could see the flip side of that—not even being like, am I making this much money? But am I missing out on like, like I said, I want to—I want people who are like, man, that art's really special to me. Like, yeah, and then they'll pay
0: important. whatever they want, whatever whatever we're asking for. I think that's—I just—I worry that I'm gonna miss out on just people being able to get quality art at a good price. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, cause that's way more what it's about for me. Right. Like, it is or way like more. Like, the person
1: who's like, I really want a Dylan Jorgensen, but I can't afford it. Right. Right? But like, that's the guy who see, I really want to get to rock my art, you know? Yes,
0: exactly. But here's the thing, though, too. With higher prices, it allows me to run more deals.
1: I call you Jorgensen, dude. That's I can't cool. get over I dig it, it. Because it. I think you should call yourself that. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. It's your, actual, you, it's your actual name, dog. I know.
2: It's
1: but, so, but do you understand what dog. I'm saying, though?
0: You understand what I mean? Like,. I feel as if, like, because I'm tied. I'm, I'm like tied up in this like loop of bullshit where I just feel like if I charge too much, it's going to be a problem. But I'm going to get the I'm going to get majority of my people that are going to be paying full price at $200 an hour if that's what I so choose to price it at, right? right. But then that's going to allow me to do some other things. That's going to allow me to run deals more frequently and not lose out. Because right now, like I said, I don't even charge a hundred dollars an hour most of the fucking time. Most of the time, I love a fucking tattoo, and somebody comes to me and they're like, "Hey, this is about the price I'm looking for," and I'm like, "Fucking, let's do it." You know what I mean? And I right. just do it. Like, I mean, that's kind of essentially what our how our conversation ended up pretty well being. You, you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. But I mean, like, if if when I asked earlier. Mm-hmm. What kind of... Well, I didn't even ask what price was. You asked me how much I thought it was going to be in. And I said, you know, I priced it. And you were like, well, that's about what I was thinking. So in that case, it worked out. Yeah. But if you would have hit me back and been like, like I want to keep it around this, and it was undershot on my mm-hmm. end, like, I would have still done your tattoo. <laughs> you it's know what I mean? Noted. Like I mean, don't fucking like... <laughs> no, don't note it. it. Don't, <laughs> note it. <laughs> don't note <laughs> it. But like, like, obviously don't take advantage of that. Because then it ruins it for other people. Yeah. But then at the same time, like... Like, I, I will fucking work with you. Don't Now, don't come in and just automatically fucking lowball me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't come at me with, like, hey, bro, I got, like, $200. I want to get a half-sleeve. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be like, well, fuck, you need to save up then, don't you? I like, <laughs> don't know what to fucking tell you. But like, but, like, if you're coming at me and we didn't discuss price and I already have you down on the fucking calendar and, like, you know, like, we get in here and you're... You know, asking me what I think price-wise What roughly it's gonna be I'll fucking just be like, well, I mean, what do you got to work with? Because I really want to do this piece
1: You know what I mean? Right, not turning down the ones that you really want to do
0: Right, I I don't do that I I try to do every fucking piece that I can Just because I enjoy fucking doing them You know? Like, during quarantine and shit Like, it was like, my love for tattooing Was like, super rekindled Like,
1: because you lost out on somebody?
0: Well, because I, well, no, I mean, I just couldn't come in here and tattoo. Right. You know what I mean? Like, during the whole quarantine thing, like, I couldn't tattoo. I was stuck at home, you know?
2: Right. So,
0: it just kind of became a thing where, like, I was, like... It's like, dude, like, I just miss tattooing. I don't even give a fuck what I tattoo. I could tattoo 50 infinity signs today, and I'd be totally fucking
2: happy.
1: I just miss it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. No, I do those all day. First first of all, fuck infinity signs. But second of all... (laughs) (laughs) Unless you've got one, it's awesome. Yeah, right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But no. um, It is what it is, you know? And it's just like, of course there's pieces that I want to do over other pieces, but at the same time, like... If you're a fucking cool person and we just. Like, I get along with most people. I, I would say. I would say most everybody. I
1: can get along with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It seems um, that way to me. I can't. I don't know how you do it. If I, 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 I fight with people know. too much. I don't.
0: That doesn't mean I necessarily like them. I just means <laughs> I get along with them. You're better I can, at get, them. I can get along
2: with them. Yeah.
0: But. And that doesn't mean I'm a fake fucking person either. It's just like. I can learn to have a fucking conversation with somebody that I don't necessarily agree with and just enjoy it for conversational purposes. And I mean, worst case scenario, if I don't fucking talk to you, like, odds are that's like your fucking tip. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like that should be the tip of, of what's going on here. Like, right. you'll catch me every once in a while. I'll get somebody that's just being like... A, really awful towards me or like you know whatever instead of calling them out on it I'll just straight sit here and I just won't talk to them the whole time I'm tattooing them you know what I mean right and like as much as that's like a shitty situation like mm. don't fucking abuse me and my services and what I'm doing and then expect me to be your fucking buddy the entire time I'm tattooing you for okay. six and a half fucking hours right. you yeah. know what I mean
1: yeah that's a weird part fuck of the that weird part of the job
0: like people used to ask me like what's it like to be a tattoo artist and I'm like I'm like, dude, like, just imagine going to Walmart, and the first person you see on your right, fucking take them and spend six to eight hours with them. <laughs> sometimes it's really fucking cool, and sometimes you're just like,
1: if I gotta talk to this person ever again, I'm gonna fucking do something crazy. That
0: seems like a really good
1: analogy. Yeah, no, that's perfect. I'm still, I'm still, like, I'm not uh, able to be jaded about it yet, because I'm with <laughs> right So I'm like, dude, this is so amazing. Yeah, even if you get the, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I also like talking to you weird know, people who might even be off putting. Like, uh, oh,
0: absolutely, dude. Weird,
1: huh? weird motherfuckers are my favorite. Right.
0: Like, <laughs> so like one client that I had one time, I don't know if I, I don't know if you know this story or not. So I had a guy come in, and he was getting, a, you know,
1: Eleven from Stranger Things. Did you ever watch Stranger Things? I I think so. I, I don't think I watched it
2: all. Well, You know, okay. you know how I am.
0: Yeah, I know. No, no, you don't do nothing. I, I, I don't do nothing.
1: I he's I watch, the guy
0: that doesn't have a TV.
1: I watch kids movies with my kids. So I watch Soul, dude.
0: Oh, did you? Was that fucking good? Because I've been dying to watch I that. I
1: thought it was awesome. But I like, still haven't
0: made time to watch that. All part.
1: I watch are kids' movies with my daughter. So That's fucking awesome, though,
0: man. But yeah, so Stranger Things. There's a chick in Stranger Things. Her name's Eleven. You've seen it, right?
1: Okay, yeah, no? I've seen the first couple episodes,
2: so she's the like psychic the psychic chick. kid. Yeah, yeah right. she's okay. a psychic
0: girl. Yeah, so, uh, but in the, he wanted, he was going to some kind of, no, I don't even think he was doing anything, bro. I think he just wanted her
1: name tattooed on him, right?
0: <laughs> on, on his forearm. <laughs> and, what? Like, Big.
1: The number 11?
0: No, no, no. Her real name in real life. Like, whatever the, the fuck... The actress's is. name? Yes.
1: Dude, that's crazy. Yeah.
0: And so, I, when I when people do that, when people want something like because you'll get people that are, like, fucking crazy. And that's they're like, fantastic. They're like, this is what I want. And I'm like... I want to do that. To ensure that, instead of me saying no, I schedule them, like, three months out. So they're forced to think about it. They have to think it. about it, yeah. They're forced to think about it, Yes. Um, and in some cases it's only a couple of days like some cases it's like hey you need to think about this a little bit but I'm like judging you like not that bad right now you know what I mean <laughs> like it's, it's entirely up to you but um, I scheduled them out a little further and I raised the price a little bit you know what I mean not much just like an extra 50 bucks or you know what I mean it
1: was an extra it was like a think about it 50 bucks
0: yeah think about it 50 bucks <laughs> Like like <laughs> how bad do you really want this tattoo <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> Cause I'll do it Like if you really Fucking want it I'll do anything you want Minus like Some racial shit Or like You know what I mean Some homophobic stuff Yeah Yeah. like I'm not I'm not about that Like I'm not gonna tattoo Any Any hate symbol
1: Get shot doing a gang tattoo Right That's what I'm saying I don't fuck with
0: that But Um But I definitely think though That You should Think about what you're getting And some people have to be Forced to think You know what I mean and yeah, I like, do. Like, <laughs> absolutely. Like, some people have to be forced to think.
1: As a teacher. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sometimes they have to be drug-kicking and screaming <laughs> to think about something.
0: Yes. But, so, that's what I do, is I, I hurt their wallet a little bit more, and I make sure that they, like, really fucking want it.
1: So I'm dying to know, like... Did this so
0: dude. listen, so this is what <laughs>
1: happens.
0: So this guy comes in. No hate. Like, I fucking love this guy. Like, he's probably one of my favorite customers I've ever had. And I've not even seen him or talked to him since it fucking happened. Um, this guy comes in here, right? And I message him. I'm like, hey, man, like, you still coming in tonight? And he's like, absolutely. I'm, like, pulling up in the parking lot right now. I was like, fuck yeah. So he walks in. This dude gets out. He's wearing high heel Like all the way up to the knee Like leopard boots Right Okay Pants That matches boots And they have roses on them Keep in mind So it's like leopard print With like traditional rose tattoos All over it That's
1: insane So yeah Those don't match But I love it (laughs) Listen to
0: this So Shoes Pants Fucking they were like These weird skinny jean things And then he had on like a Like a regular fucking shirt and then a random fucking like, black tie or something, right? Like, and then, was
1: this a collared shirt? No. Okay, that's No, it was good. just a tie. I like yeah. it.
0: And uh, his hat, right? And it all fucking matched. <laughs> like, all of it. Like, it was all the exact same print. It was the same pattern. The same fucking everything. It all matched.
1: Is that matching? Is that what we call
0: matching? I mean, it. no, I mean, like, so it was legit like, was the exact same fucking print. Like, it, so it was a whole matching, like, outfit, suit type deal. Like I don't from fucking a, know.
1: Like, from a distance, it looks like a onesie type deal? Yes. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm, okay. Yes. Now I understand.
0: So, so check it out. So, I, like, you can tell this kid's entire life has been determined by, like, what his parents hate, right?
2: <laughs> like, I
0: swear to you. Like, he fucking straight up, <laughs> right. like, this kid. He's not a kid. He, he was actually older than me at the time. So okay. he's like a grown fucking adult. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. he's probably... Well, no, I think he was like 21 or 22. I was probably... Twi- I was probably... I think I was like 23. Um, so <laughs> this fucking kid, man, he fucking comes in with... It's him, his brother, and his brother's girlfriend. Okay? Keep in mind, this guy said he wants this tattoo, like, fucking huge. From, like, wrist to ditch, so wrist to
1: elbow on the inner forearm
0: and, like, you're talking, like, four inch tall letters. Right. Like, fucking just thick black. Like, you're talking, and like, is it like that a script? centimeter wide on each point of these fucking letters. Oh, right? shit. Like
1: Are we talking about script?
0: Solid black. Right. Script. Nice. Just whatever the fuck this chick's name was, right? <laughs> And... That's
1: inspiring, I want to
0: tell like So I that. priced <laughs> him I priced him at four hundred bucks, right? I was like, dude, it's gonna be four hundred dollars. Normally I would charge like two fifty to three hundred depending on the final size. And this was fucking massive. You know what I mean? Like this is a huge test. Right. And um, he was about it, man. He was fucking sold. So he shows up to his appointment. Um, we're all sitting there. I draw up everything and get it all like prepared the way I need it to be. And then I fucking go to print it out And I hear his brother We both hear it, obviously He goes, well at least it isn't your name Talking about talking to his girlfriend You know, at least he's not getting your name tattooed on it And he looks at me I look at him and I was like, fuck no Like I knew immediately what was about to happen I don't actually This going. motherfucker Got his Brother's girlfriend's name Blasted Instead oh, of the chick's name, that was from his the fucking eleven. Girlfriend.
1: Only I hope she was like a one-month girlfriend. No, apparently they've been
0: together for like forever. But that makes oh. still, <laughs> this motherfucker got a probably eight-inch fucking tattoo, nine-inch fucking ride, tattoo like, of his brother's girlfriend.
1: This is. A guy whose entire life has been contrarian to whoever absolutely, is around him. Absolutely. Yes. Like, he, so he spent months waiting for this one tattoo, <laughs> 100%, and then bro. And someone's like, yes. at least it's not. And he's like, well, fuck that. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
0: yeah. And so I told him no at first. Like, right. obviously. Like, I was like, fuck no, dude. Like, we're not doing this. And he was like, I'll take my $400 somewhere else then. He was like, I back and find somebody else to do it. And I was like. He could. Yeah. You fucking could. You walked up to anybody and was like, hey, I'll give you $400 to put this chick's name on my fucking arm. Like, Big. I'd be like fuck yeah I'll do it but like as that person being my customer I had to like make them like at least try to get them to say no to that <laughs> I had to at least try I love it dude it was fucking massive from here to here we fucking blasted it was just Rachel big as fuck <laughs> 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 fucking Rachel that's that's a fantastic dude, one dude dude yeah I got I got tons of fucking stories like that dude
1: tons. That's, that's great
0: more, yeah. more later, it's a point to watch the podcast and, like, actually see what the fuck's gonna happen. Hey. I gotta grab my iPad real quick so I can actually I see how we're this. let
1: see if I can grab five to smoke. Yeah, you're cool, bro. Cool. Um, we we'll take a good We're gonna take a quick break. Wait, wait.
0: Yeah, I'll just, I'll take care of it.
1: Fuck. Oh. I always want my password. <laughs> so, shit off.
0: Alright, right, we're back from our break now. Yeah, back from our break. So we just finished up with that Rachel story, right? That's what we just said.
2: Um,
0: So yeah. There's all kinds of fucking stories to tell in this industry. Um, You got any cool fucking stories to tell so far, Samuel, or are you still fucking, like, super new?
1: Uh, I'm still super new. I've I've already... I've definitely already got stories, I don't know.
0: Like what? Like tell, me. tell me one.
1: Gosh, I don't know if it's a funnier one or not. It's not funny.
0: I mean, tell me, fucking crazy stories are just as fun as funny stories.
1: Well, like, I got this uh, client now who is... So, I guess this goes into, like, a, a different area of, of the experience you have in the industry because you meet, like... Every kind of person.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh,
1: but uh, the guy who was in here the other night—I think you, you were here when I was working on him. Yeah. He had the broken back. Oh yeah, that guy. So he, he got that because uh, he got into a car wreck when he had a—he had a seizure. Yeah. he, he was could, telling me about that. Right. So he's got terminal, uh, terminal cancer. He's got a malignant tumor on his brainstem. Yeah. I that. So. Uh, you know he's like in this position where he doesn't have a bunch of money but I'm doing these inexpensive tattoos uh, so he you know he ke- keeps coming back to me and uh, like there's there's shit like online that people are asking me to do and I'm like no I won't like I'm turning down every throat tat you know like yeah, yeah. I'm like trust me like you don't you want, do not to want do, that, to yeah. <laughs> yeah you don't want me to do your throat tat like you don't want a $50 throat tat you know yeah, save absolutely. up and get a good one. Uh, but he wanted a face tattoo, and I like I kind of talked, you know, I was talking to him about it, like you know, maybe save up or something. But he's on, you know, he's he's got a prognosis of how long he's gonna live. And it's not yeah, not real long. And he was like, I really want this, man. I can't afford any tattoos, and you know, I I gave so I gave one of, you know my first that's good my that. first week tattoo I gave him. Mm-hmm. Do the face tattoo, which is not something I would do.
0: No, not normally. Really. But yeah, absolutely. That's cool as fuck though that you did that for him.
1: No, I told him as soon as he gets the surgery done, I didn't want to do anything else on him because he wanted to. He got some other blackout stuff from me. Right. And I said you already kind of tore up, and you're about to have surgery, so.
0: Yeah, he needs to be very
1: careful with that. Yeah. No, I actually tried to talk him out of even the face tattoo. I was like, I will give this to you right after your surgery, like. Please thank God. I sent him a long message, and I was like, don't be nihilistic about it. Uh, I will give this to you, and I'll, I'll do it however you want. You know, if you really feel like you want it before the surgery, you can come get it, because it was an upside-down cross by his eye. It was really small, you know? Yeah. But I said, every calorie counts, you know? Like, yeah. you might need every calorie to get through your surgery. And he's like, I might not even get through the surgery, you know? Yeah. So, I was like, well, come on, buddy. I'll do it who you're based at, so that's an interesting one, I don't have like a, a funny one like no, I
0: of, mean that. No, that, I mean, that's a good fucking, that's a good way to tell, like, to show, like, you know what I mean, like, it's not about, people don't get to see those conversations
1: that we have with people, yeah, you know what no, I mean? It's a, it's a really a wild experience, like, uh, yeah. I, yeah, like, to do a face tattoo on a guy my first week, I thought I'd like, like, probably be putting that off for, like, a year, you know, just because no. it's, it's a huge commitment.
0: But definitely, though, like, I don't know, man. I mean, in my first year and a half, I tattooed an entire head. Really? The whole scalp, yeah. Yeah. Well, on, you you uh, were also on an old dude, some, dude though.
1: You, okay. <laughs> well, you were doing really killing work, to be fair, in your first year. Because of the things we talked about earlier on, I mean, yeah, you were, yeah. you were working like a dog over there, and you, you got tons. I think of that days. helped me grow. Uh, dude, I think that definitely plays into why. You, That's why I said earlier, like, I don't, I don't regret like any of that shit. No, I. W- like I, I mean, no, it I don't sucked. want that experience verbatim. But like, if I had just been put to hard work like right away, that would have been awesome.
0: Yeah, I feel like I would have definitely like not have grown as much as I did.
1: No, it sounds like you're holding up the whole shop, you know. So you got to do, I don't know, you probably don't even know how many tattoos you did. No,
0: I, have no idea. Shop, yeah. I know that I did clean out. Um, I made two orders of bibs. But,
1: you know. Yeah, that says a lot.
0: You know what I mean? <laughs> right? Two orders of bibs? Like, bro, there's 500 bibs in a, in a pack. Right. Uh, like it's two packs of two
1: packs of two fifty. So it's it sounds like an easy thousand, then, right? I mean. I mean,
0: give or take, yeah. yeah. Probably give or take, probably a hundred or so right. bibs that
1: you know got wasted or whatever sure, throughout right. the year, yeah. like
0: used for other things. But
1: well, some of these might have been multi session or something. But overall, you did a lot of tattooing if you went through. Uh, a two packs or
0: so of bibs. bibs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we say two packs of bibs, and everybody's like so the fuck what <laughs> <laughs> But two packs of bibs is a fucking lot man <laughs> like i'm i know people that make one bib order a
1: year <laughs> right <laughs> if that i'm using a, i'm just using a s- uh, steel plate and uh saran, saran wrap right yeah. right
0: yeah i mean that's 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 fine that's more than fine yeah
1: well, that's I, exactly I how Chris shane sets up lot. too yeah i, see I mean
0: it's totally way. fine to do that um so what was actually really crazy, I mean, it's not really that it was crazy, it's just kind of like, it was kind of shitty just because I was required to be, like, performing on this, like, crazy level of work with, um, with, uh, old dude over there. Yeah. Um, not that my work had to be real crazy, um, just that my, my supplies and stuff had to be, like, top of the line this and top of the line that, minus machines, by
1: the way, yeah, your machine story is pretty bizarre.
0: Yeah, like, fucking yeah. Amazon machines for Andy. the first, like, dude, that dude has never, he said he owned one professional machine in the seven years that he tattooed and then decided he was not going to use it because it didn't do what he wanted it to do and he thought the other ones from Amazon worked better.
1: That can't be true. Can't. <laughs> but uh, I can't don't know. Be true. Maybe. But no, I don't agree. What is the, the story you told me about it. You were buying, like, boxes of these Amazon machines.
0: Oh, dude, yeah. So we, like, we would buy, like, cases of these fucking Amazon tattoo machines. The Swash Whip Drive.
1: Okay. <laughs> I don't they know were the clean. brand, but yeah. <laughs> we all know, if, uh, I guess, but, tattoo artists or...
0: Dude, we buy cases of them. Like, I mean, you're talking, like, fucking... Thirty fucking machines for like a (laughs) hundred dollars.
1: Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't order those. By the way, like you're talking, you use them,
0: you use them for like two weeks and they die. They burn out. Yeah, that's crazy. Like probably VCR motors and shit. I (laughs) mean, like honestly, like I don't fucking. They're rotary machines.
1: Yeah, but that that's broad. Yeah. We don't know what kind of engine is in that dude.
0: This is rotary. But what's funny is like you go to the thing and it's like Swiss motor.
1: Yeah, and right. I'm like, that might be true. I
0: don't that know, might really. be true. It was but a, it was a Swiss VCR. You pulled it out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, something like that. Some weird workaround.
0: But yeah, fuck Amazon products. Do not buy them. Um, yeah, don't.
1: Don't if you, can, if you can.
0: Thing. If you can. If you can, like fucking. No way. Don't don't buy Amazon. Yeah. Don't that, buy stuff
1: on Amazon. I've only been tattooing. I've been apprenticing it for like i don't know two, two months months and a half yeah but i've been tattooing now for like maybe eight, two weeks and i've already covered up like <laughs> plenty of amazon machine tattoos so yes
0: well and those, something else i don't think people realize too is like even name brand products are being sold on amazon that aren't actually name brand like they're not actually from that brand as do you like remember the
1: inkies stuff that i had you order did you pick that up oh no you didn't it i got my whole order in today but uh yeah i forgot I
0: we just... did not we did not
1: order that we didn't put that in your order
0: but that tub of that green shit that yeah I was yeah yeah, you yeah, about. yeah yeah so yeah so that stuff i saw an ad today on faith that came across my facebook from wish that was inkies <laughs> it said inkies on it right and then it was like not the same label. It was a knockoff. It was like some knockoff fucking brand. Yeah. Yeah. And did you know the only that. difference? The only difference between Um The only difference between uh, the knockoff brand of Eternal Ink and the actual brand of Eternal Ink is one fucking line. So in the real brand there's no underline under Eternal Ink. But in the knockoff
1: brand, there's a single line that runs underneath it, and, and that's the that, only. That lets them get away with it. Yes, that's wild. That's yeah. That's like a cautionary tale to people thinking they should be ordering their shit.
0: No. Yeah, well, it's because like on their website, it's like, oh, this is like twenty-five dollars for one bottle of fucking ink, and you're like, what the fuck? But then you get online, and you're like, oh, Amazon's got it for six bucks. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's a reason it's six dollars, dude. Like, it's like with anything. It's like you pay for what you get. And art supplies, it costs to have, um, it, it costs money, not just to make money, but it costs money to, like,
1: make, voice yourself. Make quality? No, just voice yourself. You know? Well, I would also, I mean, it's the first thing that comes to mind when you talk about uh, people buying something Approximating Eternal Ink off of Amazon is like right. that you're going to be injecting that into your skin. Yes, so, like that's a
0: permanent. That's a permanent thing that's living in your body forever. Yeah, like we, don't fuck that we up.
1: We don't know what's in there. Eternal Ink's been around for a long time. Like Solid Ink is something that you can trust. But yeah. like, <laughs> whatever thing seems to be affordable, I don't know what's in there or where it came from or like right. whether that company is going to be around long or if they're going to get you know, out
0: in existence, Right. Well, and see, that was, like, a big problem with, um... That was a big issue that exists with, like, all kinds of new tattoo brands. Like, Solid Ink? Um, That's what... That's what, um, my dude used on my neck. Um, and... Then, uh... I've never... I mean, I've never used it before. You know what I mean? I've never used Salatine before. Oh, okay. Um, and I don't know why. I just I just haven't used it, you know? Like, I I had, like, a weird thing about it, and I just wasn't sure because I've never seen anybody use it, and I've never seen... You know what I mean? Proof of work.
1: Okay, yeah. You
0: know what I'm saying?
1: I guess the only reason that I'm... That's the whole reason I... Uh, it's one of the ones I think... You know, it's a brand I think of because at the old job like, it was...
0: Commonly used, yeah, yeah.
1: Like most of the guys we do. That's the, the, crazy because like I've
0: never used it. Like I've never used it. I always use Fusion or Eternal. And then even, even then, like I've wanted to try World Famous, but that shit's like way more expensive than normal. Which I mean, you could you could justify that and say like, okay, that means that it's like better. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like, you know what's what? You know what's really expensive about World Famous is World Famous Inc. sells their ink in sets of color so when you want reds like they don't sell like a sample set of like all their colors okay like that's they what i got
1: from solid yes right really? that's
0: what i'm saying like they do not sell that if they sold that i would buy it but they don't
1: so you get like a, uh, their so you re- get a collection of reds or
0: a collection color. of reds yeah. collections of blues collections of greens and i mean they'll give you six or seven different versions of the same fucking color right but they will not give you an actual set of sample set, like a right. sample set, like of all the different colors, like one from one color of each. Right. They don't sell
1: them like that. Yeah, that's and that pretty sucks. wild. But let me you. Tell think you think that's a prestige
0: move? Like, I don't know. I don't know, honestly. Yeah. But you know what I can say, though, is is like if you ever want to go buy anything in fucking bulk and have the best chance of getting a really fucking good deal is go to a tattoo convention as soon as they open back up, Right. Go to a tattoo convention, and the very first thing you'll do is you'll want to wait till Sunday to buy anything, because people are offering deals because they don't want to load it all up and take it back home.
1: Oh, that's the last day of the convention.
0: Sunday (laughs) is the last day of the convention. Yeah. So, by you waiting that whole time, then you're making sure that that you get the best deal possible, pretty much. But then you also
1: risk not being able to get what you're wanting. But you've observed that... They will they're dropping prices on that last
0: day. Absolutely, yeah. Whenever I went to the tattoo convention in two thousand nineteen, that's exactly how it was. That's exactly how it was. I
1: haven't thought of going to one of those to get supplies.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just go there to get supplies. I would go there to like, you know, actually go to a tattoo convention and enjoy it. Um, I would say, a fucking dude, like. If you're not ready to tattoo your first year at a convention, if um, if they don't, if they if they have them this year, I doubt they're going to even fucking have them. Yeah, probably. But if they do have them, um, I mean, it's your first year tattooing. I went to my first convention at, in my first year. I mean, 2019 was my first full year tattooing, and I went to the, t- the Louisville convention, and hey, it was awesome. You can tattoo? Dude, yeah. You buy a booth. You rent a booth for the weekend or whatever. You set up. You have three days to tattoo, and most people charge twice the amount because they, they you're traveling to tattoo. Right. Yeah. So um, it's fucking worth it, dude. And you network with all these big fucking companies and shit, and it's just fucking awesome. That's
2: like crazy. you get to
0: meet like ink masters, and you get to meet like all these fucking crazy people. There's actually these two um, tattoo conventions that are invite only, like they're by invitation only. Um, and there's, it's, um, one's like, God, I can't remember what they're fucking called. Well, hold um, on. Is
1: it just the artists who are invite only? Because
0: uh, no. Because it's probably a
2: big thing for...
0: It's, people. yes, it's just the artists that are invite only, but also, um, uh, people. It's like, a think, think, um, like tattoo parties. Right. Right? But... With celebrities, like, like it's just a bunch of celebrities, and you get invited to come tattoo at like some fucking like crazy ass tattoo convention that's only for celebrities. That's wild. Yeah, but you have to be like crazy, like, dude. Like, like Shane has been dying to. Like, you have to know somebody
1: that knows somebody that knows somebody to get the fuck there. Yeah, I haven't even had it in my mind to go to a tattoo convention. Fucking
0: conventions are so dope, man. Yeah. But if a lot of people freak you out, or people watching you tattoo freaks you out, like probably don't.
1: I just I don't go to anything. <laughs> but dude, I'm telling you, it's
0: expensive to go. Yeah, that's. But the amount on. of the amount of friends and the amount of the amount of things that happen whenever you do go is insane. Like it's so much fun. Right. Do I sound echoey to you? Like extra echoey? Like I'm picking up on your mic or something? Uh, or do I sound pretty normal? Because I don't I'd, feel like I sound totally I don't, normal.
1: I don't think my ear is keen enough for that. I can't, I can't hear anything. Did different. you adjust any of our volumes or anything? No. Haven't okay. Touched, haven't okay. touched the interface.
0: I mean, yeah, it's probably fine. It's probably just me like tripping or something. I don't know.
1: Well, and now you're working like when we were sound checking and stuff. You're not moving yeah. all around
0: from it. Well, I think there's also less background noise, so I'm oh, hearing yeah. myself more.
1: Good point. Should I go wear something obnoxious in the the garden? Fuck
0: no. Don't do that. But um But yeah, man, I think uh this was a fucking good podcast. This was actually really awesome. I'm really excited that this happened tonight. I
1: think it worked out well.
0: Yeah, if you uh I mean, do you have anything else you want to talk about or any other topics or anything? You think we're good?
1: I think this is a good one, I mean I think we could call it a wrap anytime.
0: Cool. Alright. Do you have anything you want to say, or anything, any questions you want to ask as a customer that would be cool to
2: hear?
1: Um, well, I think this is a great idea, and uh, it's fun knowing the, the background to all of this, and the insight into the, like you're moving back the veil behind, I get to see the, into yeah, the yeah. master's eyes. That's cool, yeah, that's I think what we want for the audience too, so that's...
0: So that's awesome, thank yeah. you for your input. Yeah, That's awesome. So, needless to say, you're gonna like share the podcast yeah. everywhere and like have a good fucking time with it, right? I said it
2: before. I'll say it again. It depends on how this
0: turns out. <laughs> <laughs> Still a good answer. Not for Still sure, a good answer. But no, absolutely. All right. Well, um, thank you guys for tuning into our broadcast this time. Um, this should be up, what, next Thursday. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Just get- uh. Can I give myself a plug?
0: Absolutely, plug yourself, Samuel.
1: Yeah, I'm on Facebook. My name is Samuel couturio it's spelled just how it sounds. There you see, go. See you guys on there. All
0: right, buddy. Um, yeah, absolutely. If you want to plug anything else too, or if you want to plug your like Instagram or anything, or your Facebook or anything you fucking want to, like, go ahead, and plug it. Uh, Business is okay. anything.
1: Uh, Okay, my I appreciate it. My plug mm-hmm. was actually bullshit. My name does not sound how it's spelled. I'm on uh, Instagram <laughs> at anagram underscore spam. Anagram <laughs> underscore spam. Those are two real English words. Okay. Not like my name. Alright.
0: Well, um, like I said, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, yeah, catch you next time. Bye, guys.
1: Alright.
0: Bye.